Thursday, June 18th, 2015, you're listening to yet another episode of the Talking Games Podcast. My name is Justin Townsend. Tonight, today, whenever you're listening to this, I am here with Miss Jackie Turner. Hello. Mr. Steve Say. Hiya. And that's it. That is, that's enough. That's enough for tonight. Right. Yeah. Rob's not with us again. Uh, he's continuing to be a little under the weather. We send him our best and uh, mm-hmm. he'll rejoin us as soon as possible. Yeah. Hopefully soon. We love you, Rob. Yes. Yeah. So how was everyone's week? Good. Who wants to go first? Well, I, I only have one thing to say. Go for it. The Witcher. That's how my week was. If I wasn't working or sleeping, I was playing The Witcher. How many hours are you in now? I don't even know. I mean, I I haven't played anything else in like maybe three weeks. Mm-hmm. And I play it every opportunity. In fact, my son and Jay are going away for the weekend. <laughs> next weekend. Oh, God. Oh, uh, yeah. So they're going away like for, till... From Saturday morning all the way through till Monday evening. You should remember <laughs> to eat and change clothes and stuff. <laughs> exactly. Mama's well, this gonna is a, binge. This, this is the thing. Luke turns around to me and he's like, Mama, what are you going to do without us here? And I was like, you know, I do have a life outside you two. And he looks me right in the eye and he goes, you're going to play the Witcher, aren't you, Mama? <laughs> I said, like, oh my God. I really need to get a life. Even he knows that I'm probably not going to do anything other than play That's the okay, Witcher. though, because it's, it's cool that that's kind of like the way that it is now at least for for people like us where years ago right. you wouldn't hear that from your parents no i certainly wouldn't hear that from my parents you know, it's adorable he actually goes to school and tells people what i do and he came home and he's like mama you're like going at the core moms because you do that video game show that's like, awesome oh, if only everyone knew that i was actually the really uncool one on this show because i never know anything it might be different <laughs> But still, I'll be the cool mom for now. Hey, it's good. Everybody here learns something every week. That's true. It's this is true. Yes, it's my year of growth. You year two. <laughs> Mike was asking where you've Journey been. Journey of growth. Oh, with destiny. Yeah, he's like, where has Jackie been? And Andy said, The Witcher. Yeah, that's that's the only thing I'm doing. Yeah. I love it so much, so much. Honestly, it's fantastic. I can't say enough about it. Nice. Yeah, Very I'm cool. making some progress. I really think you're going to be done with the game by the time they come home. I think I, I'm trying. I am really am trying to like rack up the hours and get as much done. And as much of the story, I'm actually interested in pursuing the story in I'm this sorry, game. I'm sorry, what? I know. I've right? been reading all the books. I've also slept with a couple of whores, which is like a new experience for me. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> you can actually like go to brothels and like pick one. It's really weird. Yeah, there should be like male brothels as well, right? Yeah. It feels weird for me as a girl playing a guy picking up hookers. Like, that feels really weird to me. You've been in this, like, weird middle (laughs) ground with sexuality and games lately. It's really strange. I mean, at one point in the story, this female character is, like, running off into the woods and we've been flirting. And I'm, like, following a trail of her underwear and stuff. Jackie's year of promiscuity. Yeah, (laughs) that's what it really is. It's really strange. Who's a highlight of your Jackie? I fucked a top of unicorn. It's like, yeah, yeah. And then I like hit something in the head with a mace. So <laughs> covering all my bases. I really got to play time. this game. 
It's a good time. I killed my first werewolf in it last night. That's how like not far I am in that game. Oh yeah. And trust me, it just gets better and better and better. Just when you think it's a kind of like, oh, Mm -hmm. this is a really good game. Something else happens and you're like, no, this is a great game. Yeah. Fantastic. So that's all I've done this week. All right. That's it. Steve? Uh, I spent a lot of time at the movies the last couple of days. Did you see Jurassic World? I did. I did too. No spoilers, please. I have not. The dinosaurs eat the people. (laughs) 22 people, to be precise. Oh, come on. Spoilers? Now I'm going to be counting the whole way through. I mean, like, when it gets to the end, I'll be like, oh my God, only 21 people have been eaten. Which one is going to be number 22? I saw a chart online and it was like <laughs> telling you the ni- the name of the dinosaur and whether it was male or female <laughs> that they devoured. Um, so I saw Jurassic World. I uh, I shared my thoughts about it on, uh, we did like a Patreon only brewed and boarded the other day with Bobby and Hugh and our friend uh, James. And uh, then I went and saw Mad Max again because hell yes. Have you seen that yet? It's all right. Don't, don't go we down this that road. <laughs> We've already had this conversation right, slash argument. Conversation. Yeah, me and okay. Justin were arguing about it last week. I saw it again. I loved it even more second time. Um, I spent a lot of time with Splatoon over the last uh, awesome. week. And I am, I think, like six stages from the end. Okay. So I've gone through a, a vast majority of the single player. And you're still enjoying it as much as you were last week? I am. You know what's funny, though? Um, you've gone online and you've seen those Honest trailers. Yeah. Okay. So there's an honest trailer for Splatoon where the guy with the, you know, the voiceover, he points out everything that's, you know, ridiculous or, or wrong about whatever it is he's talking about. Right. He brings up so many things that I'm like, yeah, yeah. Don't just don't yeah. do it. Don't let cynicism no, win. No, no. no, I think it's I think it's a testament to the game that even with all of that stuff, I don't care. Like, yes. I'm still having a lot of fun with it. The single player has been really cool. The implementation of like the new stuff that you learn and how they apply it to the new levels is really cool. And the way that every new world that you go into builds upon the last world. I know that that's standard fare for games, but they do it really cleverly in this one. Right. Um, And I really haven't had too much trouble getting online and um, going after people and stuff. And it's been really interesting to see what like the different tactics are with the different weapons. So that's been really awesome. Cool. Um, really enjoying it still. And uh, I've played a little bit of The Witcher here and there. I tried playing Skull of the Shogun, like one of the free downloadable games. I played yeah. it for three minutes and I turned it off. I watched I the trailer and didn't bother downloading it. Just didn't I, seem like my kind of thing. It's just not my thing. Like yeah. I sat down and I was, I was checking it out. I was like, nope. And that was it. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, maybe that's, it's not Did fair. Did you play it at all, Justin? Skulls of the Shogun? Mm-hmm. No, I watched the trailer and didn't download it. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly whoever made this game needs to change up the trailer a little no, because it's, it's not, not appealing to it's people. Not, there was nothing wrong with the game when I was playing it. It's just, it was one of those things where you sat down and you're like, I am so not in the mood for this right now. Yeah, and yeah, that happens to me, definitely. You know, I have The Witcher and Batman comes out on Tuesday so, you know, yep. things are things are alive and well right now. I have to admit, I'm very glad that I play, that I do the show with comic book fans because I don't want to quit The Witcher for Batman. So I'm happy to know that you guys are all going to play Batman and you can have your opinion and do the review and I don't have to feel guilty about not playing it till like I'm, uh, you know, September. <laughs> I'm going to be in Canada. Um, I'm leaving on Friday. So that means I'm going to be away for its release. Ooh. And I don't want to pay. You have to pay like $10 extra for physical copies of games when you're in Canada. Oh, and I have huh. to play, pay in Canadian as well. So I always have to ask Big my girlfriend for, for yeah. you know, but um, so they don't have the regular version version digitally for the PS4 available on the store. So I had to buy the ninety dollar 
like season pass all inclusive it's all stuff that i'm curious I, to there's stuff that you would have loved to get anyway i right? love harley quinn i yeah, want to exactly. play the batgirl stuff yeah um i could give a crap about themes or or whatever it is yeah, that they're but offering there's but. definitely like that's the smallest part of that whole well, deal i look at it this way for from when the game comes out for the following six months until the end of the year i will have every bit of content for that game and it's the final Batman game. Yeah, I exactly. Can, I can cope with yeah. that. I think I'll sleep. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, cool. so that's it. Movies, a uh, few games, and then I cleared my schedule for E3. Ooh, cool. very fun. How was your last week, Ben? You've been a busy father, man, person. Yeah. Yes. Turns out that having another kid is really hard. <laughs> <laughs> I could have told you that. Absolutely. I don't have kids, but I can yeah. imagine it real good. Self-inflicted. Um, so, like, what everyone told us, because our first son was just, like... This miserable baby, just miserable, <laughs> screamed all the time. Was like, "Oh man, right. you got the hard one out of the way first. Like your next one's like guaranteed to be just like calm and lovey right. and everything." And it is a screaming monster. <laughs> exactly, Finn's like, "Yeah, I got you." Yeah, he's he's a clone of his brother in more ways than one. Uh, so yeah, no sleeping, lots of screaming. Mm-hmm. Um, he's fine. And that's just you. I know. I'm literally <laughs> rolling around on the ground crying like a baby. Oh dear. I want to go to sleep. <laughs> it's worth it, though, because he's adorable. He really is cute yeah. in those mm-hmm. moments that he's not screaming. <laughs> it's um, your instincts that won't let you go to sleep, right? Yeah, it's, well, yeah. you know, I actually came off my sleeping medication because I realized if I was on it that I wouldn't be able to stay awake and, and help my wife at all. Mm-hmm. And so I came cold turkey off that, which was, in hindsight, a bad idea. Yeah, did you consult somebody about no, that? No, I was just like, you know Oh, what? I've already I, done the nagging thing. Like, she I, did the mom I, yeah, thing. I did the mom you thing. Gotta, I was like, like, did you see a doctor yet? You got to yeah. wean yourself off. Yeah, of it was too late for that. I, I didn't think of it until we were in like the hospital. Weeks ago. Like, oh, yeah. all right, this is bad. Yeah. Uh, so finally, my body's like readjusting to not being on that, and uh, yeah, like it's just like every couple of minutes, I wake up and like, is he breathing? Yeah, it's I don't that, know. I gotta get up and look. Right. It's that dad thing. Like, like he told he's me not last moving. week. <laughs> if I touch him and he moves, then he's alive. And so I poke him, and I'm like, "Good, you're alive. Yeah. Now you're awake." It's, it's insane what parenthood did, does to you. He told me this last week. I was it's, like, "So how's it going?" He's like, "Well, I just keep thinking about how small he is, and about all the things that could kill him." I'm like, I feel like you're not really, you know, embracing the joy of fatherhood too. Like you need to, you know, get a little perspective. It's not that bad. Didn't you say that comes later? Yeah, it comes later. Like, now I can look at Jorah and be like, you're so fun. But even with Jorah, like, I check every night. Yeah. I'm like, are you breathing? I exactly. poke him. And I'm like, oh, yeah, good, you're says, awake. Like, yeah, well, I could tell exactly. you to go back to sleep. <laughs> the baby I have to go soothe again. Yeah, see, he tells you this, but he told me that that every single night he goes in and checks, at Jorah, like, puts his hand on Jorah's chest to make sure he's actually breathing. Yes, I get that, I though. That. I yeah. get that. I do that with my cat. There are times where my cat's totally conked <laughs> out. I'd be like, don't you don't you dare. And then I see the little stomach go up. I'm like, oh, oh God, yeah. all right. Oh, yeah. I used to poke Luke as well. Still, you know, now With I'm just like, please. oh, yeah. I see, give him a little kick. You're, like, You're there. <laughs> Open up the drawer, see if he's still alive, you know. Come on, I'm not that bad. I'm pretty sure you're that bad. <laughs> uh, game-wise, um, I bought The Elder Scrolls Online, put it in my console, and I haven't yes. played it yet. I, and he sends me a text <laughs> picture of this game, like trying to guilt me into playing it. He's like, oh, s- this person has it. This person has it. We're it. all going to play it. And doesn't even play it. Ah, and I, I was going to go buy it. I'm so glad I didn't buy it yet. Uh, everyone's still like in the early level parts. Um, I haven't started it yet. I've been working on my third Destiny character when I have time to like jump in. Because it's hard because I'm playing in at, you know, at night I may have like an hour or so. Yeah, but exactly. like during the day I'm getting like five minutes here or there so i'm just banging out like quick bounty missions in destiny i'd say to get destiny my is character. also like a bad game to jump in and out of oh no it's great to jump I in find and out it, of. i used to have terrible time of that 
I'm trying to level a character, so I am just jumping in and doing, like, what are two quick bounties that I could just hammer out in 15 minutes? And I'm like, right. oh, cool, I did that. Or let me do one Crucible match here and then sign off. And and then the baby wakes up and you have to go find a cave to sit down in. Yeah, right? pretty much. <laughs> uh, yeah, where was I? I was doing something and I had to, like, bail. Oh, we were doing the level 35 Skolas. Oh, really? And we were at Skolas, so we're, like, the final boss in the game yep. right now. And, gotta uh, go. I've got to go, guys. I think it'd be That's funny insane. if one of the raid rules was based on your situation and you just sat in the middle of the level and everybody had to protect you. That'd be great. <laughs> that is funny. They actually, wouldn't enjoy that that much. Yeah, well, actually, I don't think um, Hugh realized this. Our friend Hugh. I was playing a Prisoner Elders with him a couple of weeks ago, two or three weeks ago. Um, not a high level, but during the day. And I've been playing for a while and I like seriously needed to pee like, so bad. <laughs> and I'm like standing there hopping up and down, just like, I just got to finish this level, just got to finish this level. And mm. then it just, I knew we were like at least 10, 15 minutes away. And I just turned around to Luke and I was like, shh, don't say anything, but can you play while I go pee? <laughs> and he picked it up and he played and I came back and I don't think you even realized it wasn't me playing it was that bad. <laughs> I've done that with streams before where I've started streaming and like five minutes into it, and I know that I'm into it for a while. Right. I'm just like, I sit down, and I'm like, all right, let's do this. Hey, everybody, blah, blah, blah. And like two minutes later, I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> but what are you going to do? Like, exactly. you know, you guys just hold on. And then yeah. anybody that comes to check out your stream and there's nothing happening. Exactly. It's, this is not professional poker. I'm not going to pee on my chair for the sake of destiny. <clears throat> well, not yet, anyway. Jackie's going to get some depends <laughs> for her weekend. Yeah, we'll wait for the Taken King to come out, and then we'll see if I'm peeing on the chair or not. On that note... <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about the big thing that happened this week and that's e3 which is still yes. ongoing as we speak uh it was a thing it was uh, very exciting yes there this, were some uh, highs there were some lows there the were a lot of highs exploded. and a lot of lows yeah um i figured we would just talk conference by conference over the games uh -huh. that were announced uh i got to see all of the conferences live except for nintendo and square mm-hmm and I wrote down all the games that uh, were announced for Nintendo, at least the, like the super relevant ones. And for Square, I got to write down like three games because that's all that I really <laughs> recognized. Okay. Uh, but they're the big ones, so we'll, we'll get to talk yeah. about them a bit. Okay. Uh, so Sunday night was the what uh, kicked off the conference, and Bethesda had their close-up. And uh, it's their first ever conference. It's what we've been waiting for. That was the big one, I think, that most people were anticipating beforehand. Uh, I think Just most people... Just because it was new. Yeah, because it was new and people knew that they were going to show Fallout. Uh, there was a lot... There, there was two real things that people were super hyped to see. One was Fallout and one was Battlefront. Mm -hmm. uh, and so Bethesda actually kicks off the conference with a super long uh, demo of Doom. Mm -hmm. Steve, are you a Doom player? I am not, but I was sitting in a room with a person who really was or is, and he was super pumped. I'm. I think it looks pretty good. I've heard people say otherwise. Like graphically, I think it looks. It looks pretty. It looks super pretty for demons and hell and right grossness. Um, I kind of appreciate the absurdity of it. And would like to check it out. I, I, but I don't know. I tried playing. I didn't really care for Doom Three when it came out all those years ago. Um, a lot of people, I think, enjoy that it's still keeping to the basics. That it's just you know a shotgun and a prayer kind of gameplay, and we've kind of moved beyond that in first-person shooters in recent times. So it'll be interesting to see something kind of go back to the basics and like a stripped-down thing, but still be outrageous at the same time i liked uh we were talking about the way it looks and uh we showed jackie the trailer right before we we came on 
when she wasn't bored. Because, uh, <laughs> of course, we're skipping around the trailer long. trying to find the most gruesome parts of the trailer. And uh, there was a lot of gun porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where it was just like, I'm going to pick up this gun and look at it from a couple different angles. And I have like, a very short attention span. I've never noticed. <laughs> what? <laughs> just skip to the gory bits. Yeah. So I, I did mean- used to play Doom, though. That's one of the like very first games I ever played. It was mm-hmm. computer studies at school. And we'd sit there and we had a teacher that really wasn't paying any attention to anything. Mm-hmm. So everyone would just come in and play Doom or Lemmings. Yeah. And Doom I used to love. I appreciate that everything in that trailer explodes. Yeah. <laughs> Like, it doesn't matter. I, though I didn't understand, like, sometimes they get people to demo these games and they're using, like, very bizarre game-playing tactics. Like, people that are using shotguns that are firing from, like, eons away from the character and wondering why nothing's happening. It's like, dude, you're using a shotgun. You got to kind of move up a little bit. <laughs> I liked the... I, I like I, I liked everything about what I saw. Like, mm-hmm. I never really played any of the old Dooms. Um I liked the way that the game obviously looked. I thought it was one of the best looking games at the show, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got, you know, not having played Doom, but, I, you know, you hear about Doom and then, you know, playing Quake, it was always fast, like just super fast Quake was. Yeah. And so they said they were bringing back the speed. I didn't see that too much. Like, I remember the way it used to play on PC, you know, you were like in, you were going 90 miles an hour in the game. Yeah. And there was no way they were going to reach that back then. But, they, you know, it looked like they were at least going a little bit faster than you would in a normal first person shooter. Right. Um, I'll tell you what I really loved about it, if Good. you want. Um, two things. One, I believe it was this game. We saw a couple of first-person shooters, so if I get this wrong, pardon me. But um, yeah. their multiplayer kind of reminds me of um, like Unreal Tournament 3. Or, no, I'm sorry, Quake 3 Arena that um, I played to death on the Dreamcast. Hmm. So... In that regard, like the arena style combat, I so I, that comparison is a good thing or a bad thing. Oh, I think that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I play the crap out of out of Quake. If I showed you the button layout and how you actually had to play that game, mm-hmm. it, you wouldn't even you would like give me the finger and walk away. <laughs> it was a really tough game to learn how to master, but once you did, it was beautiful. Um, and the other thing is that uh, that Doom Snap Map, yeah, system. It's interesting. It's a stupid name, but as a level builder tool. That thing looks awesome. So I like I would definitely sit down. It's like the the closest thing that we've had to console style modding tools mm-hmm. for a game like that that you're going to be able to build your own maps and set your own conditions and all of that stuff. I think that's a lot of fun. Yeah. So It's a weird name for a Doom thing, Snap Map, but yeah, kind of neat. It's I mean it tells you exactly what it is. So in that regard, but I just I'm surprised that they didn't name it something else once it was ready to roll out. Like that was like the in-house name, and then they're going to, you know... Right, and they just rolled with it? Yeah, just, yeah. you know, like Hellcrafter or something <laughs> like that. Right. You know, Dungeon Forge. It's Doom doesn't Snap sound, Map. Right, exactly. It doesn't sound quite right. It hmm. sounds like a drink <laughs> sponsored by... Doom. Well, you know what we should do? We should do like a yes, no, maybe on every game, right? No. Yes. <laughs> Come on, I like to have a quantitative... I don't want to do that. Like, answer. Okay. Sure, I'll try to do Maybe. That. You, maybe? <laughs> what did you say when we were watching it before? You said that it yeah. like, kind of took away the magic of it, right? Because it would like, I, look I all felt, pretty? Well, it wasn't so much that. I loved the corridor aspect. Mm. Like the small corridor, monsters in the way, and the only way you're getting past this thing is killing it. Yeah. And this seemed a little more open. Like there was some wiggle room where you could go, uh-huh. which, you know, for me... Just, oh, so you like the claustrophobic I nature loved, exactly. of the That's previous... What I, yeah. okay. To me, it looked like, oh, it's another first-person shooter. I'm just you glad know, that Doom it's not for like me was that. flashlight only 
like that that was cool for a little while and then it was a little bit too much Mm -hmm. too much of that for for me anyway yeah yeah cool uh i'm 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 a yes i um i know at least a few people that are pretty excited about it and the the if the if the snap map is as cool as they made it look in that presentation and it works and people are making really cool levels I would definitely check that That's game out. That's a factor that would kind of push it over the edge into yes for you, right? It's a system. I don't normally like that stuff. Like, I'm not excited for, Mar- we'll get to it later, but like Mario Maker. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not looking forward to making my own Mario levels. There's something about um, the Doom snap map that appeals to me that when I was in school for video game design, um, I very much was using something like that where I was right. building with the Unreal Engine and we were making you know, uh, we had to make a dungeon crawler. Yeah, it's a bit more creative. Right. Cool. Just Next, now. they showed Battlecry, which, Jackie, I know that you didn't see. No. Steve, what did you think of Battlecry, that, that game that they showed? I thought it was weird that they showed it at all. Yeah. Um, to me, it was, I think they said it was pre-alpha. It was super early. Like, actually, I understand no, actually, that, that you want Actually, that game's been cooking for a little while, because I've heard about it for a while, but, they, they, I mean, they spent, what, two or three minutes on it with gameplay? Yeah. So they just announced like beta signups. Uh, so I mean, I need to see more of that game than they showed there. Yeah, I wasn't. Um, I wasn't impressed by by anything that I'd seen. I kind of wondered what it was doing there. Like with all of the other stuff that they were showing, they sandwiched it in, and I was kind of like, like what, like what was that? And then they moved on to something bigger and better. And it just, I, that's to me, that's something that might have been on the show floor but wasn't a part of, like, the big presentation. Yeah. I didn't see a reason to roll that out. No. Not with uh, what came after it, which was Dishonored. Dishonored 2, mm-hmm. uh, which I was yep. super excited to see. Now, who here didn't play the first Dishonored? Did I everybody didn't. play it? I played it, yeah. I didn't. Did you beat it? Uh, yeah, interesting thing, though. I played it, and I liked it, and then I lent it to Bobby, and I never got it back again. And I only remembered this the other day. How long did it come out? A while. Right. Couple of years, couple of years. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I, so he's played it too. Yeah, it's one of those games. Unfortunately, that I bought, I played maybe a half hour of it, never went back to it, and then something that I really wanted came out, and I traded it in, having never played it. I'm pretty sure I finished it. I remember yeah. the end scene. It was available for free for free download. I think on the PS3 yeah. uh, last year, but um, that I, w- I had to hook up my system again. And then keep it hooked up and the whole thing. So well, nobody wants to do that. And so not the, anymore. Everybody's lazy. To correct <laughs> I'm that, lazy. they're coming yeah. out with a definitive edition of the first game with all the DLCs. That's and neat. I'm uh, I'm tempted to go back and play it. Is it worth? Yeah. It's worth going back I, and playing. I it? liked the first Dishonored, and okay. I like a lot where they're going with this second story with mm-hmm. two protagonists. I like the aesthetic. Don't yeah, you know, that was what got me with this game. I thought the, it was the cool. look of it. And it, rem- it. Reminded me a little. I don't know why it reminded me a little bit of uh, like uh, what the hell is that game? where the dude's running around in the city and he's got the kind of like Tetsuo Akira arm thing, prototype. Like, look, look like prototype powers mixed with like the darkness uh, meets it re- Assassin's Creed. It was more to me like the darkness and thief. Okay. It yeah, was, that, a more, that it was like a super stealth thing. Yeah. And I'm bad at stealth and was okay at this, which means it really wasn't a super stealth thing. No, I'm it wasn't. Because Thief, I, I did not like Thief at all. In fact, we talked about Thief in the very first episode of we did yeah. of the show. <laughs> yeah, we did. I remember. Yeah, yeah. It was bad. <laughs> Let's get to the big boy. Yes. Let's talk about Fallout, okay. which I thought was, it's tied for game of the show for me. Okay. Uh, Jackie, let's just get it out of the way. <laughs> let's just start with you. All right. Firstly, are the graphics like not supposed to be really good? Like, that, I mean, that's only half 
And they're off. Like, <laughs> that's only a half serious question, but really, like they're talking about, you know, how they've made it look and this new engine and blah, blah, blah. But to me, it kind of looked like a PS2 game. Are you out of your mind? The what? Very, that very I don't think you part, remember what PS2 walking, games look like. Walking around the house and you like don't know the crib. What a, you don't remember what a PS2 game looks like. Stop. Oh my God. All right. Is oh, it the most graphic? Is it like, is it on par with something like... Um, Mass Effect. The Mass Effect trailer is insane. Mass Effect trailer was all CGI. I All right. If there any other trailer this I saw, it just didn't seem like it looked as good as it could do. I'm not worried about that at all. Here's, it, it wasn't the best looking game I've seen. It, I, I saw at the show, not, not by a right. long shot. It's probably the biggest game that we'll see at the mm-hmm. show, like size-wise. So you go ahead. Um, I can't remember if it was Bobby, but somebody, or I might have heard it on another podcast, but somebody was saying that for the people that are saying exactly what you're saying about it not looking that great, that you like they're building off of the engine that they used for 3, right? So you're not going to uh, like revolutionize that if it's already there. If you already have the makings of the game, you're going to use that so that you can focus on other things. Like the game is so expansive and they're adding all these different modes and there's like a there's like modding tools and horde modes and tower defense games in it now and just they've they've been working on this obviously for a long time that I think that they probably asked themselves well, what are you going to what are we going to do about the overall look and they're like it should probably look like the series. We already have this Let's, you know, crank it up a notch, but we don't have to go nuts. Mm-hmm. Where were you watching this? Was you watching it on your phone? No. You are watching it on your phone? No, it's actually on my iPad. <laughs> okay. It's a little better. The game's going to look just fine. It's not going to, it's not going to, like, it's drop not, your It's jaw. not a breaker for me. Like, it's not, you know, that's, I'm not okay, going to so not buy it because it doesn't look as good as I want it then to. Then let's hear the rest of it then. I don't know. It just didn't do anything for me. He keeps telling trust me, trust me, you have to play this game. Trust me, you have to play this game. You do kind of have to play this game. I think that when it comes out, you're going to play it. Mm-hmm. And you're going to like it a lot. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna like go through the archives and find this show in like six months' time when it's out. It'd be like you saying can... like you're not going to like Skyrim. Like you wouldn't like Skyrim. So not true. That comparison is just not at all applicable. They go from They're Skyrim to They're the same this. damn thing. <laughs> it's no, the same it's game. Not. It's the same thing. Are there dragons in it? For and all we know, we, trolls, uh, you did imps. see all the big mutated creatures, yeah. right? I don't want mutated creatures. I like, you know, woodland elves. <laughs> it's just my thing, okay? <laughs> she wants something that she could bed. I really, sure. yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. We'll we'll come back to Jackie. Um, we'll, we'll circle the show and when Jackie's like... Every heaving breath, she gets more radiation poisoning. <laughs> When Jackie loves the game, come November or whatever, 10th or whatever, we'll come back to this one. But Steve, what did you think of, uh, what did you think of what they showed? Uh, as what, as far as Fallout? Yeah, what, uh, g- general thoughts on it. I, I mean, it, it, it's probably the biggest game of the show. Um, I've been anticipating Fallout for, for years before this announcement. I mean, every time that one of these E3 shows has come along, I'm like, come on, Fallout, come on. Fall-. And, you know, we haven't gotten it. Now we're finally getting it. Um, I really like the confidence that they seem to have behind the game. I liked how much they demonstrated and how much time was dedicated to it, uh, showing us like the potential of all these things that you'll be able to do with it. I'm going to be playing it no matter what. I am a little bit upset that it comes out on the same damn day as The Rise of the Tomb Raider, Ooh. which is... Well, then I'm clearly not playing it. I'm going to have to play Tomb Raider out first. Of your mind. <laughs> so I'm gonna but Tomb Raider is like a three-day game, right? I, like If it's well, anything like the last one, I can do if it you, Yeah, days. I mean, if you, if you pound yeah. on it real hard, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll get to that game later, but, um, 
Fallout, I think I'm I'm definitely gonna be playing it. It looks great. I'm excited to hear the music. The the soundtrack to Fallout Three is probably one of my favorite video game soundtracks of all time, if not my favorite. Um, I just love that like 1930s, 20s. It that music freaks that music me out. Music was cool at the end of the uh, the demonstration. I A lot of it now. is like that. Like yeah. I just to me that music sounds like it's something that's being piped in from another dimension, and it's always sounded that way cool. to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's interesting that they're changing the VATS system, that it's it's no longer freezing the game. It's going to just kind of slow the action down a little bit, but things are still happening. It's as still, it slows it down a lot. It does. It's not, it's not taking a picture of what's going on, but it's putting it like in insane slow motion. Yeah. So, I don't know. I The weapons, the world, the exploratory nature of it, um, I mean, there's so much to love for me personally about Fallout. Like where I fell away from stuff like Elder Scrolls and Skyrim it's probably because I had found Fallout and Fallout just spoke to me a lot more. I get so much of that other fantasy stuff. I get enough fantasy, like Skyrim-like stuff in The Witcher right. that like, I have no desire to play the online Elder Scrolls game. But that is the key to it. That's why like Justin's getting all, you know, expo- exasperated with me because I'm not crazy about it, but it's what speaks to you. And like this, just that trailer didn't look right. like it's something that is going to speak. You to haven't me. been exposed to it yet. Once, once it comes out and people are talking about it and you see just how much it is Skyrim with like a post-apocalyptic skin on it. And that's not an insult. Skyrim yeah. and, and all the Elder Scrolls series is an incredible feat in gaming, but it's just, it will give you all of the elements of that stuff that you love about those games, but a different backdrop. Yeah. And hopefully the the character models come off well. I hope they're not as stiff as they, they were back in those times. I hope they, they pay a little bit more attention to that stuff. Like after something like The Witcher, with how much that the characters in that game emote and, and just how much of a reaction you get... Even in the side quests, people are very expressive. Oh, trust me. My character has been like emoting all over town. Right. But one of my problems with Skyrim is everybody looks like they're already dead (laughs) and they're talking to you straight faced. Right. And it's just they're only their mouths are moving. They're not really getting excited or upset. They're like yelling at you and they're still like deadpan. Yeah. I hate that. I really, really hope that they spend a little bit more time uh, articulating the faces and making you actually empathize for what's happening in that game what i liked about it was uh it doesn't really know what kind of, what type of game it wants to be like it looks like they fixed the shooting which was nice because mm-hmm. the shooting in fallout 3 was just god awful but you know it's got different aspects to it now i mean it's taking the conversation you know there, there's voice acting in the game now and you're getting um dialogue choices like from the telltale games it looks like where you mm-hmm. know you have, you have to pick what you want to say you know uh it looks like they're doing you know crafting and um in uh well they're bringing in modding with the xbox one and hopefully ps4 versions but it looks like you're going to be able to you know in in previous games like jackie and skyrim right you'd walk around you pick up everything and you become over encumbered like instantly yeah like 95 percent of that stuff is completely useless now everything that you pick up in the game serves a purpose that you could break down craft build a tower Mm -hmm. then to defend defend your spot um during the trailer, they showed, like, you know, all of a sudden some guy pressing a button, like one of the characters pressing a button and then a giant, um, I forget what they call him. Not, it's not a Pip-Boy, um, but, you know, the, the like the mascot, the stupid kid with the blue, uh, with the yellow hair and the... Uh, oh, man. Uh, I can't remember what well, he's called right now. The device is a Pip-Boy, but I don't remember yeah. what the, the Pip-Boy character is. Uh, but, you know, it, it showed, like, him just being built there and then lighting up and stuff. Like, it's got, like, a whole bunch of, like, 
creativity stuff in the game now. And I don't know, like, oh, during the trailer that they showed, he's talking to the dog. He's like, let's just go screw around. And you see, you see him wearing, like, all different outfits. It's like, is this Dead Rising? Like, I yeah. don't understand what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, to me, this looks like they're striking out in, like, a bunch of different directions. And, like, every single one of those called to me. Because I bet you, you don't have to do any of that stuff. It's right. there if you want right. to, it's but optional, you're not going to have to. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, his name is just Pip Boy. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, <laughs> let me let me ask you this: How do you, what do you what are you feeling as far as that pre-order where you can actually order a Pip Boy? I may or may not have ordered it <laughs> just for the fact like I knew it was going to sell out instantly, and I doubt right. very much I'll keep my order. But I was like, eh, just in case I like I want to put this on a shelf or something. I ordered it. I don't know if I'm going to keep it. You but could as put your right phone now, inside of the Pip Boy and use it neat. as a as a open app. Yeah. That's pretty, um, cool. that's pretty fucking cool <laughs> <laughs> that's what they thought anyway uh yeah and they said that the phone app stuff is gonna work and speaking of the phone they actually debuted a mobile game there uh fallout shelter i yes. believe that it is only for ipad at this moment it is on my phone as we is speak. it really yes i did Sweet. not see it i haven't started it yet but the app downloaded on my phone excellent yeah and uh i thought that was pretty cool looking yeah i gotta yeah. check that out i didn't know that it was uh on mobile so- and jackie's over there I was gonna. I kept meaning to say, and then I was like, oh, "Well, you oh. know, yeah, uh, I hate you. You don't, you don't like mobile games. <laughs> no, that's why I didn't do it. All right, you did. I, but I figured I'm gonna. Yeah. I wanted to try this. One I don't honestly. You know what? I would almost rather you not download it because if it's not that great and it's completely not what you Fallout don't want it to is, put me off yeah, of it's gonna yeah. put you yeah. even farther off yeah. of that game. You're no, already honestly, teetering yeah. on the edge. Is it? No, I, I. If I have a spare five minutes, it's in The Witcher. That's it right Oh, now. you're in them, eh? <laughs> oh, dear. Moving on. Yes, please we do. we got a lot of games to go through, so we might not, we might not talk about all of them, but I'm going to just pick out the key ones, I think, from the Microsoft conference. Um, so Microsoft went first on Monday, as mm-hmm. they always do, and uh, super exciting to watch. I always find this stuff just the best to like sit there and just know that game announcements are coming, and for the yep. most part... There's really no snark on these days. It's just excitement. And, they had a good uh, show this they, year. I thought they, they had, had a much better show than last year. I thought they had a great show. Um, they let off with Halo Five, mm-hmm. which was I was excited to see first like real gameplay of the campaign. Um, everything they showed me. It was interesting that they didn't show any of Master Chief. It was all like, uh, Spartan Locke and his team um, brought back Nathan Fillion from ODST. Mm-hmm. We got to start those Halo games, Jackie. <laughs> I know. Well, now you said Nathan Fillion. He's in one of them. How did you not tell me that? Well, he's in like one of the side ones. Oh so God. they're bringing his character back in. That's uh, enough to make me play that game. In Halo 5. Hey, listeners, every time that <laughs> Justin and Jackie mention how they have to play Halo, take a shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was watching the trailer and I was like, God, we really got to start these games. Yeah, we do. But we got time because it's, it's only been out six months that so we've been trying to do it, right? Yeah, but we still Christmas. got time. I bought it at Christmas. I know you did. Yeah. <laughs> it was broken back then. It should be working now. <laughs> uh, what got me really excited for Halo 5 was. Uh, the Warzone thing that they debuted. Mm-hmm. Their PvP slash looks like sort of MOBA-ish mode. Ooh. I watched 20 minutes of gameplay um, before we came on tonight, and uh, it's kind of neat. Uh, 12 on 12 uh, with AI combatants in there as well, bases to take, and then when you take the bases, team levels up, you're able to buy, you're able to go to terminals and buy weapons and vehicles. Like It feels like it has MOBA elements to it, and uh, that's kind of exciting. Cool. You could see any of it? Awesome. No, I saw it. What'd you think? I'm I'm not a Halo guy. I I'm not a been. Halo. <laughs> um, I think I think for people that are into Halo, that it looks fantastic. I think that if I played it, I would be completely lost in the story. Even though people tell me not to worry about it, you kind of have to worry about the Halo story. They actually do try. Mm-hmm. It's it's only I 
I mean, no disrespect to the game. It's a situation where I feel like I've already missed that boat and to get in on that and to, to really get like everything out of it where people will be so excited and be like, oh man, that part where blah, blah, blah. I'd be like, yeah. I think that's definitely an issue with this game. Like we've seen it with, uh, with The Witcher when mm-hmm. that came out. They made an absolute point of making sure everybody knew, listen, you don't need to have played the first two. Right. There's stuff in there for you if you did, but you are going to enjoy this game. This is not The Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. This is The Witcher, The Wild Hunt. Right. They've done the same with Mass Effect. They've been very clear this is a new story, new characters, a new start. Yeah. So Mass Effect to me feels like I can now jump into that game, even not having played the previous right. ones. I don't feel like I'm missing out. Whereas Halo... Like you said, like, you know, they're all the advertising they've been putting out with this mm-hmm. big story. If yeah. you haven't played the previous ones, it doesn't make you want to jump in at five. No. Here's, I know we have to move on just really quick. Here's the thing. I have a lot of respect for Halo in regard that it's like, it's got its own lore. It has its own, there's a novel series that are out. People take that very seriously, that yeah. game. Like they're really into all that stuff. I have nothing but respect for it. But because I was not in on the ground floor, it's it's completely left me out of the loop. Whereas other games, like let's say Uncharted, for for example, those games have a really good way of introducing players to the story mm-hmm. for two and three and even four, where they might make like a character reference or something to previous games or events right. or whatever. Well, it's not dependent on no. you having played them. Yeah. Right. So, okay. There you go. Moving on. Uh, then they show their... First exclusive, of, well, new exclusive IP of the day, which uh, they showed a, C- a CGI trailer for a game called ReCore. Mm-hmm. That looked adorable. Adorable, huh? It did. I it mean, I, I can, I can it, see it where you're me, coming it from It made me think that. of, like, Wally. Sure. I mean, <laughs> in some ways. Yeah. I thought it looked really cool. It's just I can't get excited for CGI trailers mm-hmm. on new franchises yeah. Yeah. that I know nothing about. Like, give me if you give me a CGI trailer for Halo, like I can get excited because I know that character, I know this world, I know this story. Mm-hmm. But like seeing a, a trailer for something I don't know about, as cool as it looks, like I can't get excited about I, it. No, I pre- I disagree with you on that one. Like, I I get how if it's a new thing, you want to see gameplay because you want to know what kind of game it's going to be, what does it look like. Right. I get that, but I felt like the trailer was well done because. It almost, like that minute and a half, almost introduced me to the concept of that world. Oh, like no, there's I'm not these saying, creatures, yeah. there's these cores, the cores activate. They obviously can download to a shell, but it's still the same character. This girl obviously is using this, this form of technology. There seems to be the, you know, the, the enemy seems to use the same kind of form, but in it, it's red as opposed to blue. Mm-hmm. And I felt like they gave you a lot of background information about the world they were building i want to see more of this game like right now yeah mm-hmm. but like it's hard for me to sit here and talk about like a, what is it yeah is it um is it a first person game is it a third person game is it a puzzle game is it a platformer is it an action game like you I, need know, to know, the I need to know these things before i can get yeah. really jazzed about it like i'm sold on the concept of like just mm-hmm. from the trailer but it's hard to like get really pumped up about that for me right yeah. well it's that's the, how kind of how i feel about it where i'm i'm super interested in finding out more but if you asked me, oh, well, wait, what is it? I'd be like, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So a little bit more information uh, would have been cool. Even if they just told you like what kind of genre it's going to be. Like, oh, it's yeah. going to be a third person, yada, yada, or first person, whatever. But this is a long way out, right? There was no release date. There was no... Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. So this they is They didn't very, say very spring 2016? They might have. I mean, they could have at the end. They did a lot for the games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we're going to see more and more of this we'll as time see more, progresses. But like, yeah. it's like, yep. Look at last year. Last year we saw... Uh, Scalebound and Crackdown. 
both games last week that Bobby and I were like, I want to see more of these games. And the day after we had the show last week, they said those games aren't going to be at E3. You'll see them more at Gamescom. Right. So I don't expect to see anything on this for at least a year. Yeah. Yeah. So well, okay. we'll come back and revisit next year. <laughs> Interest is peaked. Yes. Yeah. Uh, then uh, they showed Plants for a Zombie 2, which got showed a few times uh, on Monday. Yeah. Um, cute. Looks just like, you know, looks like the first game. I enjoyed the first game, the, the, the little bit that I put into it. Um, I like the idea that they're, they have a shooter-type game for families and for little kids. Like, I think that's really good, and I hope to see this stuff continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got nothing to say about that. Sorry. I thought, I thought <laughs> it looked really um, – I thought it looked adorable. It did. Like, it really it looked adorable. It looked really polished, and some of the, the new uh, characters – like, this is five new characters? Something like that, yeah. That they were introducing, and um, – I mean, I didn't know what to think when that thing walked onto the stage. That was actually on EA's. Like, that's where I said, like, this game, a couple of games got showed multiple times, which I think sucks. But, mm-hmm. like, the, when the big zombie walked on stage, that was during EA's mess. Yeah, that whole thing. But for people who don't play Plants vs. Zombies, that's, a, like, a solid playing game. Like the I shooting, the original one. The shooting, the shooting felt great in that game when I was playing it. That's mm-hmm. what I don't like about it, is I, I liked the old ones. Like where, you know, you had like your squares and you put your plants in and it was you like a strategy like game. I don't want it as a shooter. I like the strategy game. I'll get right on it and tell them you don't want it. <laughs> All right. Calm down. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Forza 6 got shown uh, by them dropping a 4 GT from the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Some spectacle there. Yeah, it was. Man, that car is real pretty. <laughs> Whoever the guy was that had to set up that scaffolding. Was just like you motherfuckers. Like I, for this, like for this moment, I have to do this whole thing. That was like a, that was the thing for me. It was like, all right, we're at E three now, and they're dropping cars from the ceiling, real like two hundred thousand dollar cars. I'm like, this is a thing. All right, very cool. That's ridiculous. It's it's well again, for, I think Forza is gorgeous looking at everything. I just suck real hard at driving games, especially simulation driving games. Oh, well, me too. That's so the that's problem I me. have. I like driving games unless there's consequences. Mm-hmm. I don't like to like hit the guardrail and have them say, "You dented this. You need to go fix it." I'd rather play Need for Speed than Forza. Yeah, well, yeah. Need for Speed is coming up in a bit. Uh, they showed a trailer for Dark Souls Three, which looked like Dark Souls. Yeah. Um, which I thought looked interesting. Maybe I'll try Dark Souls 3. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I'm kind of, I mean, I, I feel like I like I just played Bloodborne. I know it's not coming out until next year. Yeah, until a 20, it said 2016, yeah. spring 2016. But who knows what that actually means? Uh, right. yeah. But yeah, you're not ready for one. Just I'm just, yet, yeah, right? not at the moment, no. Yeah. I can't, I, I can't, I can't get excited for it right now. Yeah. Maybe by the time that it's releasing the, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not fatigued from Bloodborne. I actually have like another character going on, but, um, I just just not ready to be excited. It's yet. just a little, yeah, like I, I like the excitement for Bloodborne is kind of still there for me. Mm-hmm. That to be getting excited about another iteration of that type of game, I'm starting to worry a little bit about if like that's the new Assassin's Creed. <laughs> I was just about to say that. No, because they said this is the last one, and then somebody backtracked on that later and was like, "Well, it's not the mm-hmm. last one, but it's the last one in this series." So who knows okay. what that? All I would have liked like an announcement of more Bloodborne uh, material, like DLC. I'm surprised it didn't show that in Sony's uh, conference, but yeah. we'll get to Sony in, in just a bit. Um, here's two games that got mentioned multiple times throughout the day: is uh, Rainbow Six Siege and uh, The Division. And it looks like both of those got into bed with Xbox. Uh, and we're going to see that throughout the, uh, throughout this whole talk here. It's like certain games aligning with one of the, the console. Exclusives, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Not exclusives, but like 
you know, DLC first on this platform and like stuff right. that really hurts the gamers that that drives me crazy. Like the Destiny thing with like more maps. Yeah. And yeah. There's a, there's a ton yeah. of games that do that. But yeah, yeah uh, like The Division is getting an open beta. It comes out in March. It's getting an open beta exclusive for Xbox. Um, Rainbow Six Siege is coming out for Xbox. And uh, I think you're going to get uh, both um, Rainbow Six Vegas and the Rainbow Six Vegas 2. Uh, and they're doing that because now Expert, um, Xbox One has backwards compatibility, which was the showstopper yeah. of the day for me. Yes. That came out of nowhere. Yeah. And I'm not sure how they're making it work. I well, do they, know. They, this is the thing. This, we were talking about this before the show. The interesting thing is I was reading an article about this before the next gen consoles came out. Mm-hmm. And they'd said that less than like 10% of gamers actually go back and play old games. So for them, they would have to add a significant amount of hardware and software to enable backwards compatibility and the price point just doesn't mm. support the number of people that would actually use it. So then I'm like, well, how can they just... Either Xbox were always planning on having it right. or it's not as complicated as they made it seem. Well, here's here's what I think they're planning on doing is um, there's going to be an update come the holiday and they said there's going to be about 100 titles to start that are going to be available. The only thing with that is that they're announcing this... But every game, like of those 100 games, every game needs to be uh, granted permission in order to do this. Well, so if they have the list of 100 games, those games have already got the permission. Okay. So basically, you're going to be able to go to the digital store and get them. Or if you still have the physical copy, that's kind of like your access key. That's, yeah, that's what you need. You need right. the physical copy right. of the game to put into the system, and then you'll be able to... Yeah, it'll read it somehow, and then you're going to download the game from the yeah, store. It's very I interesting. Mean, like, here's the thing for me with that is I'm actually really excited about that because one of the games that was shown this weekend was uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst, and I've been dying to play the original Mirror's Edge just because I've been thinking about it so much. But I'd have to get my 360. I have to hook it up. I don't even have my controllers anymore because they got stolen. Like all of those things are a factor that I'm just not going to go. It's like the PS3 thing. I'm not going to, like, my girlfriend wants to try Borderlands. I went out and I bought the Handsome Collection instead of lugging my PS3 all the way to mm-hmm. Canada. Just don't don't want to do it. Don't want to be bothered. Yeah. So to, to have backwards compatibility and be able to take out my 360 games and play them on my Xbox One, I've played my Xbox One since I bought it, I think, three times. I've played it, like, once a month when Game of Thrones comes out. <laughs> that's pretty much it. So I'm excited for that a lot. I think that's really cool. I think it's a... It, it's something that should have been there from the get-go. I agree. Um, I think it was a good thing for them to announce now. Like, they've been, you know, ever since Phil, uh, Phil, uh, Phil Spencer took over as head of Xbox, they've been really focused on games. Like, games, games, games. You know, players, gamers, putting them first. And this is like, they took a huge shot at Sony and their, you know, their PS Now by saying, we're not going to charge you for the games that you already own. Like, to me, that's like, great like this is that thing where we're talking about where it's competition between the two consoles is better for you know the consumer because now xbox one earners can have that backwards compatibility and sony has now got to find something else to do uh to match that or to you know try and one up xbox in another way it works out better for us mm-hmm. awesome uh they showed uh like a brief snippet of gigantic which we've talked about on the show before yeah. which yeah. i'm super excited about mm-hmm. that's cool uh, then a lot of indie games, two that stood out to me, uh, Cuphead, which looks just... Oh, God, yes. Yeah, I liked the look of that. Everybody likes the look yeah, of that. There's nothing really like that. interesting and, yeah. 1930s Bosco yeah, cartoons. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Tacoma from Fulbright, and they did Gone Home, and uh, Tacoma looked super interesting. Which one was that? Tacoma's the one where she's on, it's a, 
a woman talking to like an AI in a space station, like space station Tacoma, and everyone's gone missing, and she's kind of like trying to figure out why. Uh, so it's like gone that. home in space. Yeah, it's making yeah. breakfast, and I, I missed that. <laughs> uh, that actually looks really good. Um, they showed Ion from the guy who created Daisy. Uh, they also announced the Xbox preview program, where it's like early access, which I don't think is a great idea. No, that's uh, not really a great system on PC. There's like lots of hiccups and stuff on PC for it, where you're you know people are getting games that aren't where they say that they are and mm. i don't think that's a thing that, that needs to come to consoles but we'll see um i was hearing something on a podcast earlier today about uh people that have early access games that like the game is pretty much finished that by the time that it actually gets released that they've already been fatigued on the game and they don't even go back to it once it's available to yeah, them i'm sure i honestly that would be me that would 110 mm-hmm. yeah, i could totally see myself getting into that yeah they showed a strange... I thought it was weird what they were showing, a gameplay demo of Rise of the Tomb Raider. Yes. I thought it looked great. It was just weird. Like It was a weird vertical slice to take out of the game. Like, I d- assumed it was the very, very beginning. I don't know if they said be. that. It, it's, because it, it seemed to mirror the beginning of the last game, mm-hmm. You know where she's kind of with people. Big thing happens. She wakes up. She's on her own. And this seems the same thing when she falls down through that you know, through the tunnel and slides down. Right. She stands up and it seemed like that was the beginning. She's been separated from the guy she was with. And mm-hmm. it just was like, to me, the, the whole demo was like a lot of climbing towards the ends. They gave like a sizzle reel of more of the game. And I thought that they maybe should have just went with a trailer of that stuff. But like, that's yeah, it was just like, is she playing the game right now? Like, is this just like, kind of like a that's animated exactly, cutscene yeah. where it's like, she's just climbing and looking like I, we saw to me like it looked great but i didn't see any gameplay in there for a like a while mm-hmm. that's exactly what i wrote some notes about because this is one of my like i definitely want to play it so i wrote some notes about it and it said exactly the same thing that it seems like a lot you know the first 80 percent of that trailer seemed like the first um a lot more of the first game i guess you know it's the same thing it's that the climbing if you don't grab it properly you hit x to make sure you swing up and mm-hmm. and it all seemed very very much the same i absolutely despise being made to walk very slowly because i'm in snow or mud or water it's one of my pet peeves you know you just you have to get from a to b and there's nothing to do in between but they're going to make you walk very slowly anyway you know why they do that right loading loading yeah it's just really annoying you know every, you know it. every time you climb a ladder in a game yeah. loading it's just so annoying um but the thing i did really like about it because for one thing i absolutely loved the last game so I'm not taking anything away by saying it's more of the same because I loved the last game. Mm-hmm. But the thing that I found very interesting at the end of this trailer is it seems like more of the puzzles are an integral part of the game. Because the thing that I found, I you know, I loved all the older Tomb Raiders. The thing I found about the reboot is that you had those tombs you could go to. Like each area had one or two optional tombs. Yeah. That was pretty much the only time you solved a puzzle. And they were super in. easy. Exactly. They were very simple, very easy, 10 minutes top you know mm-hmm. so i was a little disappointed because they always used to be at their heart puzzle solving games you know there was shooting there was enemies but this reboot seemed to push it more towards a shooter game than a puzzle solving game it's, again yeah. not that i didn't enjoy it but it was definitely a change in direction this one seems like they're going back to that original format and they even said that in the trailer mm-hmm. like she kind of hinted at it and she's like i finally feel like i'm who i'm supposed to be or where i'm supposed to be something like that right, right. and i bet you that's about yeah. getting back to the, so, to the yeah. rating of the tombs and the puzzle song because right, that would that would definitely mm-hmm. excite me more about this game um it's funny like this was one of the games of the show for me 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I positively love the Tomb Raider series. I 100% of the last game. I just, I, I love it. And for me, it's very much Uncharted now. Like that's really, people were making that comparison. It is 110% true. But to me, like you're saying, like like the climbing and stuff like that, maybe it's an awkward thing to show as, you know, like this is what Tomb Raider is going to be. And it's just the climbing stuff. But that is, to me, that's a that's like the train sequence at the beginning of Uncharted 2 where yeah. you're climbing up the train. Like that's just, mm-hmm. it's just a set piece. They're just showing you like the uh, like the dynamism of the game and, and how how right. ridiculous it is and how beautiful the, you know, the snowy vistas and mountains and everything are. And the Lara Croft games have been about, you know, exploratory stuff and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And that's where we're at. It's like, to me, it's super impressive. How much of that is you actually participating in it that? It definitely felt like the opening to the game in well, that it's super, respect. it's super scripted. Yeah. That whole sequence yeah. is super scripted. But they definitely have those sections in the last game that were right. exciting. I mean, when that plane comes overhead and it comes right at you mm-hmm. and crashes right by you, that whole sequence where you're, it's, you know, you're sliding down the river trying to avoid the obstacles and the planes behind you. And mm-hmm. the whole thing was so exciting. And I loved that those like set pieces they put in because they really did feel like you were really involved in it they've got me with with her fashioning another bow and being in like the snowy tundras and all of that stuff that's an environment that i really want to play in with that game it looks gorgeous Mm -hmm. so i'm i'm that's on my like short list of of things that i'm the most excited for cool yeah excellent uh this there was a like a lot of rumors about what rare was going to be doing here um Battletoads has been rumored for forever, and so they came out with the Rare Replay, which is like 30 games for 30 bucks. Um, Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. Um, Conquer. Conquer, Snake, Rattle, and Roll. Um, oh my god, really? Snake, Rattle, and Roll. <gasps> <in there. laughs> oh my god, I remember that game. Uh, yeah, and uh, Battletoads is in there, obviously. But then Rare, uh, so it's like 30 bucks for 30 games, which seems cool. And like, yep. if you like Gamer Score, it has 10,000 Gamer Score. Nice. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm gonna be picking that up. I missed all. I but not all of them, but I missed like Banjo Kazooie, Conquers Bedford. I never played any of those I like games. Banjo Kazooie. So I'm very much looking forward to that. Uh, then they showed uh, their first game in a while, and uh, everyone was wondering what it was gonna be. And it was Sea of Thieves. It looks oh, like a, right. Looks kind of like a multiplayer pirate game. You know, it beautiful art direction. Yeah, you see this gorgeous shot of your character walking with other characters up to your pirate ship, and then having sea combat uh and uh it was rare so everyone was super excited for it and it looks to me it looks pretty cool Mm -hmm. Uh, they showed fable legends for like the 50th e3 in a row and now it's moved to free to play i know that there's a beta going right now um that game just needs to come out yeah i'm not excited about that one either uh and they ended the show with gears uh they you know the cat's been out of the bag about that gears one remake and um i think you could sign up for open beta this week um, coming later in the summer, and then they they ended with Gears Four, not Gears of War Four, just Gears Four. Oh, really? Yeah, and uh, it was a gameplay demo, like a lengthy one, like ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, new characters. Don't it, we don't know. So they're anything. doing the same thing then. It's not Gears of War Four. It's like a shortened, truncated title with new characters and a new. Yeah, but like I, I I think that there has to be some sort of connection to the first game. It's not like they're going to call it, un- like, they're not going to call it Uncharted 4 and not have Nathan mm-hmm. Drake in it or yeah. Halo 5 without yeah. Master Chief. So if they're going to, they would call it Gears something. Right. But they're putting right. a 4 on it, which means it's got to tie into the first game somehow. Okay. So we have to see what's going on there. I thought it looked great. It was 
insanely dark. It was very dark. Like, it was hard to see what was going on sometimes. And I think that might have just been, you know, staring at a computer monitor, not on my TV screen. Mm -hmm. But what I did see was gorgeous, and it looked like Gears of War. Yeah, I'll be playing it. Yeah. I like the Gears of War series. And I've and again, like, I've been away from it long enough that when that game finally comes out, probably sometime later next year, that I'll be well in the mood uh, to play it. Yeah. Uh, then we move on to EA's conference, uh, which is shorter, thankfully, than Microsoft's. Um, they led with Mass Effect's Andromeda, mm-hmm. which uh, I screamed at I loudly. have to admit, that was one of those games where I was like, Justin kept saying how much he loves it. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll play it one day. That trailer, I was very excited. Very, ex- you know, it was like, I don't know what it was about it, but it was mysterious and cool. And I was like, I think I want to play this game. Yeah, and I like what they're doing. Like, our story's been written in and our galaxy and now we're moving to another one and going and exploring and they could pretty much do whatever they want there's no you know like i said i feel like i can jump into this game yeah i mean you could jump into the other games as well and then you know what it looks the rumor is that they're not doing a remaster i saw collection. that earlier today i don't i don't buy that though I, I i feel like they're just not talking about it right now but if, this was, if they were going to talk about it, this was the time, and they yeah. didn't. So that makes me a little bit nervous, but I'm still holding out hope that they're Maybe going they to. Maybe they don't want the pressure of people knowing it might come out. Because then if it doesn't come off, it doesn't matter. They said that they looked at it, and then they just felt like, well, we're working on other things. But that means they right. looked, they, they could, that could mean that they looked at it, and they shipped it off to go get remastered somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, Steve, what did you think of Mass Effect? Oh, I'm there. Cool. I'm there. Totally. Yeah. 100%. Um, you know my favorite part about Mass Effect? Johnny Cash? Yes, that was my favorite part. Absolutely, um, I was very excited. That's actually talking about the original Mass Effect, <laughs> the first game, was the, and I know I don't know if people liked it or not. Maybe I'm alone on this, but the the planet exploration. Oh, the Mako, like the mining for the the cores and stuff like that. You mean like getting down on the first and driving? Yeah. Well, that's what they they showed about the trailer was like they're bringing the Mako back. I loved that in the first one. So you saw that vehicle that was driving around? Yeah. Okay, so in the first game, you go down to the planet, and you, you could take out this vehicle called the Mako and drive it around, and it had the worst physics ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and people hated it. It um, can't have been worse than me trying to drive that stupid thing in Halo. It could have been. It was real bad. And they took it out in the next two games. Like, when you went to a planet, like, you could go mine planets, but you would just, like, kind of scan it from space. You wouldn't right. go down to all of them. Um, and so they were like, no, we're bringing back the Mako. And so they, they had to show that. Excellent. <laughs> Uh, I'm excited about that. Yeah. Uh, they show the new Need for Speed, which, like, sign me up for right now. I'm bad at racing games, except for when there's zero consequence, and I, mm-hmm. it's just dumb. I got the last one, and Whoever I played was, it for, like, uh, two hours. Did you watch bored. the trailer for it? No. Because I really have, after the last one, I've got absolutely zero interest in playing it. Do you think the guy that was demoing that was actually playing it? I know. You, n- you never can tell. Because he was, I mean, there was some hairpin shit in that. Well, there are people who have just, like, who ran that vertical slice a thousand times. But he was yeah. he was pretty amazing at it because he was he was drifting this way and that. He got all the multipliers. He finished. It looks great. Just visually, Jackie, you should look at it because No, I've, I, I have no problem with those games. It's just that I did get the last one and I did really mm-hmm. try and get into it and it just it just wasn't for me. How do you right. feel about like the the live action cutscenes? Oh, they're awesome because they're so stupid. Okay. <laughs> kind of reminds me of like Sega CD days. Yeah. Like Sewer the Shark. FMV. Oh god, it's the dumber like the more serious they act, the dumber it comes off and that means it's more funny. Like the way that like they like he's busy, right? And he turns around and you like, "Hey bro, what's going on?" you know, and then the girls in the background giving him like the face and I'm like, "Yeah, come on, attitude." I don't know. So stupid, but you know what? It is stupid. It, the, the, I'm telling you, the, the more serious they take it, the funnier it gets. 
Then uh, maybe Jackie's game of show. They showed this yeah. cute little game called <gasps> Unravel. That is absolutely my number one. Was it? Oh, yeah. So I wrote on my number one uh, it right re- next to it on my notes. It looked really good. Really did. Th- it looks like this year's, well, is it, is it out this year? There is my no guess, release date, My guess right? is no. I don't yeah. think so. All right. But anyway, when it does come out, it's going to be that year's child delight for me. Like that's, you know how, mm. I mean, it's not the same game, but you know how into the, oh, the yeah. aesthetic, the music, the gameplay, the everything. And it was a surprise. Mm-hmm. This for me just looks absolutely up my alley like it just looks fantastic that was one of the greatest moments of the entire the entire I don't, weekend well it wasn't the weekend but of the show for me i that guy that came out to present that game was so nervous and simultaneously so adorable <laughs> and his sincerity about that game yeah you can yeah. tell you could feel it that he like they have a story yeah. to tell and that he really cares about it. and he was talking about how he brought his son everywhere with him and the right. idea of like the string and following it back to these important parts of your life and looking back on how you got there exactly. i loved the sincerity yeah. and the the emotion that was behind like that game i that was one of the yeah. crowning moments of the show for me well justin sent me the trailer and i texted him back as soon as i saw it and said if there was one game right now that mm. i would actually put the witcher down for this is it. This is the only game. If this was available right now, I would be putting The Witcher to one side to play and it. And Yarny. Yarny's a great oh mascot. God, so cute. Yeah. yeah. Um, it actually it really reminds me of the Moomins. I'm not sure. Do either of you know who the Moomins are? No. <laughs> I think I do. It's like this really, really weird 80s kids TV show. Anyone who's listening who's English or from England? Maybe that's we'll why we don't it. know where what it is. It's weird. Well, it was, I think it was Scandinavian as well, I'm which might be up. the comparison. But the original Moomins was really freaky, but it's just one of those childhood things. Do it was rem- all dark and weird. Do you remember Monchi Cheese? No. I saw a guy at Special Edition Comic Con two weekends ago that was a living and breathing adult Monchi Chi. I would horrible. laugh if I knew what a Monchi Chi was. Horrible. Agreed. <laughs> uh, Moomins? Yeah, the Moomins. But you've got to find the original, not the animated series. Not Moomins the, on the River? No. The original Moomins. Trust me, anyone that knows who the Moomins are, please tweet me this week because I'm not making this up. It was nice to see EA get a game that isn't a normal EA game. Very I, much. I do know the Moomins. There you go. Thank see, you very much. Kind of weird and dark and creepy. Nope. Right? It used to give I me nightmares no when I was a kid. Is. It looks adorable. Oh, no, I used to have nightmares. It kind of looks like the hippo from sports <gasps> cartoons that used to play on Nickelodeon. But it was all dark and it was like weird puppets. Do you know what I have nightmares about after watching that is EA it, conference? Is it this? No. <laughs> <laughs> is it, it was, hosting a show with me and Steve babbling was, about nonsense? It was the sports god. No, it was the, the hoop god. The hoop god? The hoop god. god. Oh, my God. All right, so let's talk about their f- EA Yo, that, that app was tight. Oh. <laughs> Holy so, shit. EA's conference was a, like, I, I think EA's conference was a disaster because they have no pacing. They went from mm-hmm. Unraveled or Unravel, this like beautiful, cute little game, and then they brought out Highway to the Danger Zone with <laughs> the Plants for Zombie stuff. And then from there... <laughs> rolled into their ridiculous sports talk, which fine, every year they have their ridiculous sports mm-hmm. talk. And you know what? People who play the sports games probably appreciate that talk. But even they would have to be like, I don't know, man. They just go about this the wrong way. They brought out Pele and sat with them and had story time with Pele for 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, I like that story Didn't talk about Pele, the game yeah. at all. <laughs> then they, I mean, they bring out one of the like, one of the guys from ESPN2 to talk about fantasy football. Like, it's just not the time or place they go into mobile, which like I know mobile is huge, but like the EA or like the audience watching E3 yeah. is not your your prototypical mobile audience. Like right. it just there's too many starts and stops. Like they went from all like 
it's like 20 minutes of sports stuff mixed in with Pele. Then they cut into Mirror's Edge. Then they go back to the sports stuff with um, the the football stuff. It was just like, oh, it was so painful. I almost wish the they would have god. two conferences uh, and the the hoop god. <sighs> that what what they were what they were putting out there for everybody with him when he took that photo and they stuck that picture on the character. It looked like shit. Yeah, well, NBA Live is not a good video game and hasn't been forever. My problem with it, I mean, we were mentioning some of the FIFA stuff before the show. Yeah. But, like, I can't, and, and I granted, I don't play these games, and I know there are some people, we have our friend Hugh who loves FIFA, and there's a huge audience for that stuff. I just find it difficult to get excited about, like, the newest version. How much could you have possibly really innovated this thing? They could. That's I mean, true. Yeah, yeah. It's just it does seem like a money grab. You know what, though? But for us, if we noticed the slightest tweak in a Destiny that's or true. a Diablo, we would notice it. And it would yeah, be like a fair. big thing. But the that's thing true, is, but I wouldn't pay $65 for a tweak in a game. You know, and that's what they're doing. They're bringing I, them out once sure. or twice a year. And you know. I just feel like at this point, people are paying for rosters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you can get that in an update. If I was into the sports, if I was into playing sports games, I would buy a new sports game like every two or three years. Because then the, you you have enough changes uh, in the course of that time that it would the new con- the new content would feel updated. Right. But I feel like they just EA needs to do a conference with just the sports stuff, and then a conference for just the other stuff. Like I don't know, split the conferences because every year the EA pain- the EA conference is painful to watch. Yeah. Uh, in the middle of that, they showed Mirror's Edge. Yes. Which looks great. Open world, no guns. Yes. Looks real beautiful. <laughs> uh, Jackie, did you get to watch that trailer? I did, yeah. Not your thing? Oh, no, it looked fantastic, but I was just, just watching that trailer, I felt like a little nauseous, seasick. I, I was like, I, I could get I don't, yeah. I don't see that being your game. <gasps> it that, just is, looked, that is my game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it looked fantastic, trust me. And, you know, the parkour bit. Mm-hmm. When I saw it from the third person, like, I guess the, you know, like the cutaway scene, I was like, yeah. oh, it looks really cool. As soon as I saw it from the first person point of view, and like feet flying up over her head, and I was like, oh. She does yeah, a this full is on <laughs> flip now that if you need to run behind you, right. she doesn't turn around. She just flips over. Over. Yeah, I d- awesome. Oh, I couldn't take it. It's like a loop to loop. I wouldn't know which way was up. Oh, it's so good. That game comes out in February, so yes. that'll be, that'll be kind of cool. Cool. Um, one thing, really, really quick, is when I wanted to mention this on the show. Kudos to everybody that presented at this thing. There was one thing that was really evident: tons of uh, female developers and representatives coming out onto the stage this year for all around for everybody. Tons of female presenters, which is awesome. With all that crap that's going on, still continues to go on with Gamergate and whatnot. Yeah. It's nice to. Do you know it was still going on though? Because an interesting little side note: I was um I lived in an apartment complex with a guy that used to work on um the Tom Clancy games and the mm-hmm. Halo games and his wife and his wife is English and she is now a strategic director at, at Xbox. So um she's very very high up and yeah. she is at E3 right now. And I saw a tweet that um he put out. Someone came up to her this week and asked her if she was gathering information for her boss. <laughs> so it's still going on. You know, she's there in her own right. Some, and it's still going on. Somebody asked Melissa when we were a special edition if I was the one that got her into The Walking Dead. <sighs> See? Um, <laughs> the other thing, really quick, is the emphasis on uh, female protagonists. There were so many female protagonists in these mm-hmm. games. I would even go as far as to say that there were more female characters than male characters that I saw throughout the last couple of days. Could be yeah. entirely possible. Which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I know we have a big one coming up. Battlefront. 
Uh, no, the um, Horizon yes. Zero Dawn. Now well, we get to Sony. I know. I did, that's why I didn't say it. And I just said coming up. But you pushed me for an answer. So that's your fault, not mine. <laughs> it's so awesome being the third wheel. <laughs> yeah. They ended with Battlefront. Do which, you feel uh, like you feel like our child, right? We're like bickering in front of you. It's horribly awkward. I don't know what I felt like around you for years. <laughs> it, it's in flux. It's always changing. The two of you. Are really it's always good though. Killing me. <laughs> well, we, Jackie we and I have known each other for a while now. Uh huh. I've known time. you guys for a very long time. We're like, almost. We're kind of family. <laughs> a little yeah. bit. Hey, we're going. Yeah. We're going on two years. That we've been recording this particular show? <laughs> no, we've, that, well, sort of. We've been recording this your whole life. You just didn't know it. It feels like it. Yeah. <laughs> it does feel like it. So Battlefront. Yes. It looks good. It looks real good. Yes, it does. Yes. I actually thought it looked good, but not great. Really? During the first, uh, the first thing they showed. Uh, like the PvP part on Hoth, just because I think everything was white. It was kind of hard to like really tell how awesome everything because was looking. Because it's Hoth. Yes. Okay. That's great. It was just this <laughs> giant like, white space. I understand what the Battle of Hoth is. <laughs> I still thought it looked. I thought it looked cool. Like I definitely did. But the second thing they showed later later that night looked better to me, just because oh, there was color. That. Yeah. During the, the Sony multiplayer. Well, yeah. They they showed PvP during the EA uh, press conference, oh, okay. and then at Sony they showed the co-op stuff, and the co-op stuff was like on a planet with color. Isn't and there yes. like there's no? It's just like matches and stuff is there a, a story mode no so we'll just I, we'll just combine the two right now so battlefront is a bunch of different modes so they have like you know their their big big team battle modes and things like that but they also have like co-op modes no mm-hmm. story they'll be like but there'll be missions and stuff for you to do yeah so during the sony show they showed like a survival mission like kind of like what destiny's doing right now in like the prison of elders type stuff it's like you've got objectives, you have to protect them, you've got to def- survive waves of enemies. And each of the classes has like, you know, one of the classes looked like it had like jetpacks and bubble shields and stuff, and it was just about surviving. Mm-hmm. And that looked super good. And I thought, that, I thought the PvP stuff looked great as well. I thought it was real cool to see Darth Vader, you know. Did you not want to get this game the minute the music kicked in? Because that's what got me. The audio is, is what's really selling me on it. Like oh, yeah. you're talking about the Hoth battle. When they first ran out onto the battlefield and you're kind of in those trenches... And just all that stuff is happening around you, and and ships are Look flying. Look up as the like, walker goes over. Yeah, like the walker yeah. goes like above you, and the ships are flying past you, and you, you the little um, like laser beams and stuff are flying right past your ear, and the audio is different, like in the yeah. proximity of where it is. And then you climb in the walker, and you're firing at stuff, and I was like, oh my god, I might just die and go to heaven when this game comes out. <laughs> like everybody that listens to the show knows that I am not by any means like a hardcore Star Wars fan, but this game looks very exciting to me. I thought it looked great. Yep. I'm in there day one, um, 110%. I think the multiplayer and the online aspect of that game is going to be crazy good. Uh, yeah. I, you know, it's dice. Battlefield hasn't been great in the past, but mm-hmm. uh, this is Star Wars and they can't mess it up. So I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that it's going to be fantastic. And everything that mm-hmm. I saw made me think so. I think there are enough people that we, that we play with through Talking Games that are Star Wars fans mm-hmm. that their excitement is going to rub off on other people and just make it that much cooler. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, we'll go through this one quickly. Ubisoft had their uh, their press conference. Uh, they started with a huge surprise nobody knew about, which was South Park, the fractured <laughs> <Yes>. butthole. <laughs> I think Bobby was like jumping up and down when that. I'm was sure announced. he was. Yeah. yeah, honestly, I'm so ridiculous that I was just like, you know, like I I saw like I I didn't get to actually watch it. I was driving home, and so I missed that announcement. I got to watch the stuff after that, but I never really noticed what the title was. And then I sat there looking at it, and I was just like, oh, it's a butt joke. I'm intelligent. I wish that um, the Stick of Truth was like 
they upresed it and they brought it to next gen yeah because I, I would like to play it me too it's I really one of the few games game. from uh, the it, last generation that i want to play and i never got right, a chance it's to. not on the current gen and i was really surprised that they didn't do it and i wonder if it it's might. gonna come to like playstation now mm-hmm. or if it'll be you know it'll be one of the titles mm-hmm. that you could go backwards on on xbox one mm-hmm. uh, i'm just gonna go over the new stuff that they showed like they, they showed an expansion for both um trials fusion and the crew um, they did a they did a just dance demo, which was painful as always to watch people dance on the stage. Yeah, but he's got the number one single on the Billboard charts, man. Gah. You should care. Uh, For Honor looked actually kind of cool. It does. I didn't get to show you this trailer, Jackie. I didn't. I, I, I saw forgot a to send it. Oh, you so you yeah. did see it? Okay. Yeah. I thought that looked actually really interesting. It kind of looked like a more serious version of Dynasty Warriors with other mm-hmm. people in there. Somebody said Bushido Blade, but wasn't Bushido Blade like a three D two D fighter? unknown but that sounds that does sound like hmm. looking back at what i know of bushido blade like i'm looking at the cover image in my head right now i don't think it was 3d but i'm not positive i'm gonna, t- I'm gonna look it up the internet's great trackmania turbo looked really cool that was a live demo that they showed yes, that does crashed. Look cool. um that looks really interesting um uh they showed anno 20 uh, 2205 which is a city builder out in space uh that looked interesting yeah bushido blade is totally a uh like almost like a Tekken fighter, it looks like. Okay. And uh, they ended the show, surprisingly, uh, with uh, Ghost Recon, what was it, Wildlands, which I did not expect. I didn't expect Ghost Recon to come back because that is their third Tom Clancy game that they're running with. Mm. So that, The Division, and Rainbow Six, I was kind of surprised. I was, I was, well, I mean, they could have been Splinter Cell. They could have showed, um, oh, goodness, what's that stupid game that nobody liked last year? The open world one that Rob hated. Um... Jackie, help me out. Rob doesn't hate anything. Rob oh, hated oh, that game. Um, um, Watch Dogs. Watch Dogs. Oh. Yeah, Rob hated right, Watch maybe Dogs. Maybe did hate that. Yeah. I thought they might throw <laughs> a hint out for Watch Dogs too, but they, they didn't do it. Uh, but the Ghost Recon one looked cool. It looked like there was a bunch of different ways that you could tackle missions, like go at night, go heavy, go you know stealth. Mm. looked interesting. I don't remember that much. Um, it was at were, the end. It was the last were, thing they yeah. showed. Um, I thought Siege looked pretty cool, but it's one of those things that you'd have to have a dedicated team like, if you weren't all yeah. talking to one another, it would fall apart real quick. Siege is going to be for the hardcore, like, uh, getting in there and same group playing every night. Mm-hmm. The Division Jackie is interesting because yeah. everybody who's played this game or people who have reported on it are like, this is hate. It's, it's like Destiny. Oh, okay. It's a game about, um, and they, they showed, like, one of those, like, super painful multiplayer or, like, co-op demos where it's, like, people pretending to actually be doing a mission and talking, and it's like, okay, make sure no one's coming this way. All right, I don't see anybody. It's just that stuff's so painful, but they have to figure out a better way to do it. Uh, but it, it seems like a loot-based game based in New York where, like, you're going in and out of a hub. Same type of thing as Destiny. But what was interesting was, so, like, at, at the end of the mission, they have the group waiting for extractions, and... uh one of the group members just brutally murders the other two group members and takes all the loot for themselves oh, and becomes a rogue. we would road. never be able to play that game. No, that would, would be the only object of that game would be to try and kill each other. I know. It sounds kind of fun, though. <laughs> I'm like I'm interested in the division. I want to see more about it. That's the the one that really stood out besides South Park to so me. So we just was... start stabbing everyone during the dance exactly. party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would just be bad news for me and Justin. Yeah, pretty much. Break it down now. Whoever else was on the team would, would walk away with everything because we'd be too busy punching each other in the face. Right? Pickpocketer, <laughs> kind of. All right, let's move on to Sony because we're okay. getting a little bit long here. Uh-huh. Uh, we got a lot to talk about for Sony. Uh, so Sony kicked off with The Last Guardian, which uh, was like about like eight years in the making or something like that, eight or nine years. I, I lost track of how long they've talked about The Last Guardian. 
Um, Steve, I know that you've been really excited about this game. Did you like what you saw? I did. I did. It is exactly... It, I thought it was interesting that it's still what it was meant to be all of those years ago. It's not like they went and they spent all this time changing it up because the vision for it wasn't right. Like what that game, what was shown of that game is exactly what I am looking to get out of it. It reminded me much more of um, Ico than, uh, than Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah. So, you know, partnering with this giant, you know, bird dog thing and just crazy, crazy intense traversal of environments and heart in your throat, leaping from running from one end and jumping off of something and his tail just swooping around and you have to grab onto it. And the, the bond that you form with this thing, that's what they do. That's what they do really, really well, that, that company. And um, I mean, yeah, I've been waiting for this game for however long that they've been talking about it. And it's nice to see that they haven't lost sight of what you know, it was intended to be. What do you think? Did you, did you get to watch it, Jackie? Yeah, I found it odd. It's yeah, not like, necessarily bad, but it's, it was odd. Yeah, I mean, it didn't reach out to me at mm-hmm. all. Like, that's just not my type of game. And mm-hmm. I, th- I think it'll be great. But what kind of irked me a little bit, and I'm sure I'm the only person on earth that got bothered by this, was that they had Shu Yoshida on the stage, and he's just lovable in every single way. But he's like, I'm so glad, and I, I, I forget the director's name, but he's like, we have the director here, the visionary, and so he stands up and, like, waves to the audience. And I just wanted somebody to just, like, kind of smack him a little, a little bit because it's like you missed an entire console generation. You did not ship a game on the PlayStation 3. Stop yeah. stop waving to the audience. <laughs> this game should have been out a long time ago. The thing that bugged me is the main character looked like he was running having taken a shit in his pants. Like, what is that about? Why does he run like that? He's a kid. They don't run I correctly. I really My- don't know, Jackie. <laughs> Luke didn't run like that, unless he actually had taken a shit in his pants. Great. <laughs> Sorry. The you things want first that, impressions? The, the, that thing, the things that impression. really catch your eye are just amazing. <laughs> he's you have to have exactly, different perspective on stuff. Like, he's wearing almost like like tribal-like garb. A or like, like be- It looked like a diaper. He doesn't look like he has a lot of money. <laughs> he might be wearing potato sacks for all we know. Or khakis from Old Navy. <laughs> The bargain bin. Possibly. So the game is supposedly coming out in 2016. And uh, that's what they say. We'll that's see. what they say. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Um, but they showed it. So, hey, that was one big thing down for Sony. And they showed it first. Uh, then we move on to what I talked about last week. One of the things I was really looking forward to seeing and I was hoping that it was there was Gorilla's new game with robot dinosaurs. And wouldn't you know it, <laughs> yes. Horizon Zero Dawn has robot dinosaurs. It's funny. I wrote a whole load of notes for all these games I'm interested in. All I wrote with this was Horizon Zero Dawn, Robo Dinos. That's it. There, there's no, you don't need any more notes. I that. thought that game that looked game really looks good. Sweet. Yes, yeah, like, that really was actually did. my other game of the show. The right. one that like mm-hmm. I sat and was like, I can't pick between this and Fallout. Yeah, that wasn't on my radar at all. And then I watched that trailer. I didn't even know about it. So good. Like when she's, you know, going through the undergrowth and those big things come out. Mm-hmm. The gun that like she's pinning it to the ground with, like astounding. Really well. The thing is, Gorilla does fantastic graphical work. Mm-hmm. Like their games look great. And Killzone Shadowfall was a terrific looking video game. Right. And uh, the second I saw the facial animations on the the lead girl or oh, yeah. the heroine, yeah. I was like, okay, this Amazing. looks awesome. Also really at uh, the story is like I was like, oh what's going on here? Yeah, like it was all the different tribes and it's like a post apocalyptic but not immediately like a long, long, long time in the future after this apocalypse. It reminded me mm-hmm. a ton of Enslaved. 
and okay. uh, Odyssey to the West, which was a game on the PS3 and Xbox uh, mm-hmm. 360 that was really good. It dealt with a future where it's man versus machine, and right. the cities have all gone overrun. Um, obviously, much deeper. This is supposedly an RPG, open world RPG. Yay. So I'm really excited about that. That's like at the top of my list right now. That was, yeah, it looks yeah, fantastic. That game, I'd, that... I'd recommend everyone go have a look at that mm-hmm. trailer. Yeah, really, that impressed really me big time. Mm-hmm. I did not know about that game before they rolled it out, and I was like, what yeah, they, is this? They didn't. Like, it, stuff had got slowly leaked over like the last year or so. Like, there is a, you know, I, and I mentioned it last week, there is a game coming out with, you know, a female protagonist and possible robot dinosaurs. <laughs> and that was enough to like pique my interest. And then I saw it and I was like, That's... well, there's those dinosaurs. Yep. You've got me there. Yep. Yeah, me too. Definitely. Uh, they showed a really, really stylistic trailer for Hitman. And I'm not like a huge Hitman fan, mm-hmm. but that trailer was really cool. Yeah. I'm, I tried playing a couple of them. But I'm really bad at Hitman. Like, yeah. super bad. Like, I'm everybody just... knows that I'm trying to kill the guy, like, two <laughs> seconds after the level starts. Exactly. I pretty much kill everybody. Yeah, I'm the same. I end up, I cut the stealth thing works for like 10 seconds, and then I end up just trying to, like, kill everyone in the room, and it never works. <laughs> I tried to in this one. I, it was Blood Money, I think, on the 360. And so I had to assassinate this guy and somehow ended up wearing a chicken chicken costume. (laughs) And it was in like New Orleans and there was like a dude selling like, you know, like, you know, Popeye's chicken or whatever. And so I killed him. (laughs) I took his his chicken suit. I put on his chicken suit, (laughs) walked into this business meeting and shot the guy in the face and then ran away in a chicken suit. My, when I played played Hitman Absolution, I talked about this on the show eons ago. But when you're climbing, it's like in the very beginning of the game when you're climbing on the side of the building and there's this guy having a conversation with his doctor and he got like cleared of, of cancer or whatever. And he's like, oh, my God, he's like, I can't believe this is so great. Thank you so much. Oh, my wife's going to be so, you know, whatever. And then I wait for him to be done. And he's like opening the phone again to call his wife and just reach up and grab him by the by the shoulder and <laughs> yank, yank him out. out of the window. And he dies. <laughs> I'm like, Sorry, buddy. That's a, that weird games. But yeah, not for me. I had a good time with that game. All right. Uh, they showed Street Fighter Five. Uh, there's going to be, um, you know, that's a that's a console exclusive, also mm-hmm. with PC, and um, there's going to be a I think a beta later this summer. Cool. Uh, I'll definitely play that. Yeah, we talked about it before. Yeah, uh, Media Molecule finally showed what they've been working on for a while, and that's Dreams. Yes. Which is like, what are you? I don't understand. Yeah, I'm into that. Same. It didn't. I really think get Jackie. Me. I think that your reaction that you're having is the reaction that everyone who ever looked at that game has kind of because that's the yeah. same thing i have it's like i don't understand what this is no like, i don't know I, I didn't like it i didn't dislike it i just didn't really it's get not it. for you yeah and i, I think really, i'm in the same boat well, steve what about you i'm you totally there yeah yep totally sold. i think artistic people are going to do amazing things with that game but like i just like this it's the same thing when we talked about this before with like level creator type stuff like little big planet i have no interest in making my own no, stuff I'm I, I, I don't mind playing other people's stuff mm-hmm. And I think that people will do amazing things that I kind of can't wait to see. But mm-hmm. like, I do not have the patience. Yeah, well, we've talked about this. Before, well, it's funny yeah. because like um, Jeff Keeley, I was watching the YouTube uh, stream of the of the show, and uh, Jeff Keeley sat down with the creator, and like he was being kind of cagey about exactly what you're going to be doing, and he emphasized the idea that like it's up to the players. Like you're going to be painting these mindscapes and manipulating these environments to create whatever it is that you you know can dream of and there will be kind of like presets where depending on the tools that you use they'll create game scenarios for you i just my my thing about it is that in a time where i see so many like i couldn't tell you the difference between siege and like the division and like there were a couple of differences but 
to me, those games all start to bleed together after a while. When I saw when I saw something like Dreams, it stuck out to me as being something new and something different. And if it comes out and it sucks, at least they tried to oh, yeah. do something yeah, innovative. Bit of variety, and cool. yeah. You know, I like the way they were using the controller to kind of drag the guy's chin out and then, you know, move his brow a little bit. And then they sat down at the piano and they were like they were alternating the music and the piano with I just to me, I want to see more before like I plunk down my money for it. But as far as interest peaked, my interest is totally peaked in that game. Cool. Uh, Destiny, the new expansion for Destiny. All right. You guys go. I've got to go pee. The PvP stuff. Yeah, it looks great. The two new things. What the One of them is crazy, and he actually said it's chaos. Basically, your super is going to charge real quick. So it's going to be six on six, supers everywhere. Yeah, no, I'm excited for that. Yeah, the absolute new craziness. The new subclasses they showed. Um, yes. If you're new listening to the show, uh, we hope you like it so far, and Jackie and I are huge Destiny players, and we <laughs> yeah. both geeked out over this. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. I'm, you know the thing I thought of you when I saw that you'd be very excited about is one of the subclasses, I think, is the Hunter. It seems to be a support uh, thing. Yeah. So you're going to be able to pin the uh, enemy in place while everybody else takes a shot at them, which yeah. I thought you love that kind of thing. Evolve, you really liked that idea of having the different uh, tasks for different players. Yeah, the thing is with Destiny is... I think we've mentioned this before is like each of the classes has their own, you know, team helping ability mm-hmm. and the hunter has really been lacking one. Uh, the right. best that they can do is go invisible and res people. But you know, the Titan has the bubble that they can hide in. The team can hide in the warlocks can self revive themselves if needed. And the hunter really needed something in a more team focused yeah. thing. And that's what this is. Yeah. Which and is great. Um, there's like an eight minute video that I got to watch. Did you yes, get to see it? That's the one I was watching. Just okay, that's right. Yeah. And they showed like a whole bunch of stuff and, uh, you know, it looks new like strikes. A he- new strikes, yeah. new stuff, which is ex- uh, super exciting. A new um, raid. New raid. And the, what was great is the guy was saying, listen, we read the reddits. We read all the posts online. We look to see what people like or they don't like. So I think they've really taken into account the reaction to the two previous DLCs that have been out. And other thing is that this is not included in the season pass. This is $40 yeah. in DLC. This is Destiny Year 2. I appreciate what they're doing, but if you want people to pay $40 for a DLC, you need to bring some shit. Like, there has to be a raid. There has to be oh, the multiplayer yeah. stuff. You know, you need to put all this in. And if they don't listen to that feedback and they don't include what people want, it's going to leave a real sour taste in people's mouth. Absolutely. Yeah. But I'm for it. <laughs> I know Steve's for it. Oh, I'm all for it. Yeah, and it looks great. And Oryx looks good. The big, oh, like, yeah. weird He looks like a bat. Thing. Yeah, he has wings. really cool. Yeah, I was yeah. in there when I saw the wings. <laughs> I don't play Destiny, but that trailer was impressive. Mm-hmm. It looked right. exciting. Yeah. Uh, Firewatch is making its console debut on uh, PlayStation, which is super cool. Uh, I've wanted that, that game on console yep. since I saw it. And uh, I'm in, really interested to see where that story goes. Because it looks like they're putting it in a couple different directions, like... You know, it's kind of like a, almost looks like it could be a horror thing. Like it looks real pretty and stuff, but maybe there's something underneath that that's mm. a little bit scary. I think the setup for it's really cool. Yeah. You're like this dude, like, you know, looking over this preservation. It almost reminds me of like a shining scenario where like you're the caretaker of the hotel, but you're watching this outpost or whatever. And it's like, you know, what are you like? What are, where are you right now? It's like, I'm out in the field. Why? It's like, well, then who's back at your place? And you look right. and you can see like a little light going off. That's I think that's cool. I'm Intriguing very much, for you. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely cool. want to play that okay. game. 
Next, they dropped the bomb on the Final Fantasy VII remake, oh, yeah. <laughs> which everyone was like collectively losing their minds there over. There was everyone like secretly like, no, they're going to say it's April Fool's, right? It's not actually happening. They got it right this time. Yeah, yeah. it was funny because uh, during PSX, they kind of teased it and they were like, nope, it's just a PC port. And everyone was <laughs> like, you guys suck. That, that, um, was it a gift that they put out of everyone's faces? Like, yeah. Once he said that, hysterical, <laughs> hysterical. I don't expect to see that anytime soon. No. Uh, but it's real nice that they're doing it for people. It yeah. looked like ridiculously intensely remade. Well, I mean, that was a CGI trailer they were showing. That I, wasn't actually gameplay, obviously. You know. Even even so, it it looked extraordinarily like that's all like all that crazy Final Fantasy stuff that they do when you're watching their full motion videos that they're bringing it back in that capacity. I think it's like the Shinra building is going to look ridiculous. The Chocobos are going to look ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I am beyond excited for that because I love Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, it's going to be great. That's right, Joe. You heard me. We had a little (laughs) little thing during (laughs) E3. Uh, They showed World of Final Fantasy, which was this cute-looking chibi thing. Mm. Chibi Final Fantasy. Move on. It looks awesome. Oh, you want me to move on? Yeah. Yeah. My... (laughs) My friend Serena uh, will play the living daylights out of that. So I'm very excited for her. I don't know that I will be playing it, but I like that it's there. So then they dropped another bomb, and uh, it was a little weird. They they brought out the creator of Shemu, and oh, yeah. uh, they said they were gonna do, he, he wants to do a third one. And so they launched the Kickstarter on the stage, which is, like, weird. And people were like, that's, like, why isn't Sony funding it? And I think, like, I don't have a problem with this. Because they asked for two million, and as of bef- right before the recording, they're already at three point one. It funded it mm-hmm. two million in nine hours. Doesn't and it look weird to get on stage at Sony and ask for money though? But the thing is, Sony is also f- helping fund this game. This game's not costing two million bucks. It's it's a show of force. Like, okay, people really say they want this game to be made. Before we go make it, let's get let's see how many people are behind this thing already. And so it funded in nine hours, and so it's gonna get made. And Sony's going to be behind it. Uh, but it was just strange to see something like that, like a game get kickstarted on Sony's stage at E3. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a sign of the times changing and Kickstarter becoming a huge force in gaming. So that was interesting. And so people were just like beside themselves at this point. They were like, this is a fan fiction conference. Like, <laughs> I love The, the Last first Guardian, one. Final Fantasy VII Remake, Shamo 3. Ridiculous. Yep. Uh, let's see. Then they showed No Man's Sky. I'm skipping yes. around a bit, but I'm just going right to No Man's Sky, which was like awesome. It looks great. When he said, "I'm just gonna like zoom out." Yeah, a the bit. pulling back of the map oh was God, yeah. was exciting. Yeah. I'm like, I'm slowly just getting more and more curious about this game. Like, I don't understand how they're doing this. Like, they're just small studio. Like, if you told me that you know Ubisoft Montreal, a team of 500 people is making right. this game, I could believe it more. But it's like they've got like 20 people in their studio yeah. at most. Right? How are they doing this? You know, the thing that intrigues me that you might know the answer to, um, have they mentioned anything at all about co-op multiplayer? Well, that's the thing. This is a single-player thing. There'll be and other that's people. It? That's it. There mm-hmm. will be other people you will see maybe. They're not even really like saying at this point how all the information that you accumulate is going to work. They Again, mm-hmm. Jeff Keighley was, was asking him a couple questions. And, you know, for their own reasons, I'm sure, again, being very cagey about how it's going to play. Yeah. And they're not like they want to show it off. But they're not really telling everybody how it's going to play yet, yeah. which I think yeah. is a little bit weird at this point. Well, they showed some of the space combat, which was nice to finally see that. And it was just like, okay, then we went to a planet, and we, mm-hmm. we've we done this planet thing before where we come in and we we yeah. capture speed, you know, take photos of species, upload it to some place. 
and then you get credits for it. But like they talked about, you know, trading and this and that and like, okay, the size of this universe. And like they showed like, okay, cool. Here is a random galaxy. Let's just go to it. And so they went to it and we got a little bit more combat there. And then, you know, we saw the all that information being uploaded. It's like this game really, really needs what Fallout had. Like it needs a half hour of yeah. this is what the game is. This is every different aspect of the game. It like, was weird that it only got five minutes dedicated to it. Three. Three minutes. Three minutes, which was like, oh man, that's not enough time. But I do worry that the hype is starting to overtake the product. That's what I'm, I'm worried about that as well. And mm-hmm. I think that they're feeling the stress because Sony's leaning on them like it's a first party studio and it's not. It's also coming day and date to PC, which they announced later in the show. Right. I think we need to see more of this game. And they said that a release date is close to being announced whenever they have their PlayStation conference. Um, yeah. I think that's when they'll announce the release right, date. Right. And I think it'll be sometime in 2016. Okay. Uh, then they got a little bit of Morpheus talk, which was weird because I expected a lot of that. And there wasn't any. And we actually kind of skipped over HoloLens. HoloLens as well for Microsoft. So let's just talk about the two of them together. Um, we'll start with HoloLens first since we skipped over that from Microsoft. Um, that Minecraft demo looked really cool, but I don't know if I believe that that was actually real. Like I've heard that people in the show, some of the guys from Giant Bomb I trust and the guys from IGN, they're like, you know, um, HoloLens is really cool. It, it works, but that Minecraft thing might not have been as amazing as it appeared. Yeah. Uh, so I... You know, the, the problem with VR, and I think that the companies are experiencing this, and with HoloLens, it's more, you know, holographic, you know, augmented reality, is like, how do you demonstrate that? How do you demonstrate that to an audience? And that's why I think they spent next to no time on the Sony stage with Morpheus. Like, they kind of talked about it for a couple of minutes. They showed that, um, what was it called, Rigs, which is coming from Gorilla, uh, another uh, Gorilla Cambridge. They did Killzone Shadowfall, 3v3 multiplayer esport thing. But like, how do you demo that? It just yeah. looks like a first-person thing without it being on. Like, you have to experience it rather than just watch it. I don't know how they're going to do this with Oculus and with Valves and the Morpheus and even with HoloLens. Like, they've got to figure out a way to get all these things into a Best Buy, and then yeah. have like yeah. a dedicated team working mm-hmm. in these places where it's like you could line up in the store and have a representative there cleaning the headgear immediately after it's been used (laughs) which jackie is a huge thing yes because people were getting people were getting sick well if they organized events like uh, one of the things uh that nintendo did during their uh presentation is they're having uh scheduled days for people to come into best buys and play mario maker yeah do something like that yeah they absolutely for and it's more important than doing it for a game like vr is something that needs to be tried to understand it and the HoloLens stuff, I mean, everything I've heard about it so far and I've read about it is that people think it's really interesting, but they don't know how it's going to work with games. And obviously, Morpheus is more geared towards games. Mm-hmm. It was interesting to me that they spent about two minutes on it, two minutes and 20 seconds. I mean, Microsoft at least spent a good chunk of time with HoloLens, which I thought looked amazing, and I want that to work in the worst way. But again, I need to try it. Yeah, I mean, my, my thing with the, the HoloLens... I didn't, again, like, I didn't know how much of that presentation was real or not. Um, and I don't want to play Minecraft. So what else do you have? Like, what do you have for me? Like, yeah. what can you show me that's going to make me want to buy this thing? Just putting Minecraft on the table is not going to do it for me. I mean, I if I showed that to a couple of my friend's kids, they would probably die. Oh, sure. I'd be like, oh, my God, that's amazing. But, you know, I I got to see it in the wild. And, you know, I got, last time I tried an Oculus, I got sick 
I got super sick and nauseous playing it. And mm-hmm. so like, I want to try the Morpheus and see if I, if that holds yeah. true, but you know I, what it is conceptually I'm, I'm there, but execution i until i actually play it until i experience it for myself it's one of those it has to it has to be seen to be believed for me you know they've tried to do this technology a few different times in the past and it's never worked i do believe that technologically we're capable of doing it now but with so many people getting in on the game and doing it in different ways which one is going to be the one to run with because some of them you know are are not going to go well at least maybe not at first yeah and it's like it's a weird thing where I think next year we could technically we could have three to four different VR headsets on the market at one time. Which yeah, is this time insane. next year we might be talking about VR games as like games of the like, what do we do for game of the year? Yeah, that'd be really awesome if that stuff works out. But yeah. I want to try it. And so they need to figure out a way to get this in people's hands. Uh, Call of Duty is coming to PlayStation, which I don't even know if it matters anymore. Like with the way that franchise is like, did Microsoft just be like, we don't want it. And then PlayStation is like, well, we bought it from them. Like I don't understand uh, if it's if it's a big deal. Like they they showed they showed their four player co op campaign, which I was bored watching. Mm-hmm. Like it just did not play well when they were showing that, which is like a big deal for them because they haven't had a co op campaign since like very early Call of Duty. Uh, they showed the multiplayer stuff, which was fine as usual. Um, more of the same. I think I think that looks cool and everything. I'll probably play the campaign, not touch the multiplayer. It's now a PlayStation exclusive, so you'll get your maps early and everything. What and was just, it? Re- it's exclusive. Not, it, it's. I'm sorry. Or time exclusive. It's not. Not. Not a timed exclusive. Not anything like that. It. The maps. Like they made their oh, deal right, with right. with PlayStation, so they get the maps like a month early and stuff. All stuff that hurts. I mean, Assassin's Creed Syndicate is also in in line with PlayStation, so you'll get exclusive missions there. Same as Destiny, exclusive missions. So it's like that stuff is really annoying to the consumer. And I wish they would take that stuff away, but that's not going away anytime soon. Mm. So now if you're a PlayStation gamer and you've been really into Call of Duty, like at one point I was, and we had to wait like five weeks to get the maps. Now you won't have to wait the five weeks and Xbox will. Boy, howdy. Uh, Disney Infinity was showing some Star Wars stuff. The guy who was showing it was insanely excited about Disney Infinity. <laughs> he was super excited. Um, that was, I mean, that was interesting for that type of stuff. And then they closed the show with Uncharted 4, like a, a big gameplay demo that broke at first. Yes, that was great. <laughs> I have less and less interest in playing that the more and more I see of it. Really? Yeah, that the demo part I saw where it was like, oh, look, there's convenient boxes for me to crouch behind and shoot people from. Have you never played a video game before? <laughs> I, we had this whole conversation when that stupid game, The Order, came out. Have you ever like, played Gears of War? Because that's like kind of where some I of that stuff started. I know. And that's why I don't like the Gears Just games. Just high walls. I just, I hate walking into a room and being like, oh, look, convenient cabinetry. There's someone's going to shoot at me any minute. I'm going to have to duck behind that one. It's just not my thing. <laughs> just shaking my head at you. <laughs> uh. Look, there's certain aspects of certain games that just don't do it for me. And Absolutely. that's one of them. That is Meanwhile, them. you will replay Assassin's Creed games. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I like Assassin's Creed games. Okay. Sorry. Well, you'll have plenty of them. All those convenient yeah, l- candles and stuff that just let you climb <laughs> up convenient the rooftops. Oh, like, is, oh, I look yeah, at this building. Me. Look at all these things I could grab. There's nothing convenient. convenient about climbing a building in Assassin's Creed. Actually, you're right about that. <laughs> uh, the Uncharted 4 demo I thought was fantastic. Looked great. Yep. More Uncharted, which is fine by me. And that game will come early next year. So much of that series is about the characters. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah Steve is right. Like, the running around and shooting in that game is whatever 
it tells like great stories. Yeah. Like which is hard to believe when you're looking at it. It's like a lot of gunplay and stuff. But the stories in Uncharted. That's are why really I wish fun. they would show a little more. I know they can't give away spoilers, but it's Indiana Jones. It's, it's yeah. exactly it's the Indiana Jones of video games. But for games. me, when you see like you know they're showing off the game and all they show you is you in a marketplace crouching behind a box, it's popping up and shooting. I'm sorry, did the but same thing. I didn't for, like that aspect for people of that, game. that did not see that, you, and she's telling you that's what that was. That is not all it was. <laughs> they had this absolutely insane vehicle sequence with them driving over rooftops. And going up like hills and into construction zones, it it was intense. You it was said, crazy. You just said before, oh, Tomb Raider, one of my favorite games of you know that last generation yeah. and everything. Same thing. Yeah, but there was bits that I did not like, which was crouching behind the boxes, shooting things. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you're just gonna have to agree to disagree with me on this one, okay? I will agree that you are wrong. <laughs> Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Let's move on to Nintendo because we're we're seriously going overboard. I'm gonna run down some of these games. Super Mario Maker, they actually showed during the World Championships, and I thought, again, a, you know, create-your-own-game yes. type game, mm-hmm. and it, I saw some of the stuff that people created, and it was like, I could never do that in Mario Brothers ever. That's just not the kind of game starting to you look like, like right? no. Mario's Cloudberry Kingdom. Yeah, I, 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 I could totally get that. I thought it looked... I thought it looked really cool. I mean, there was stuff that people were doing that was just like, wow. I would love to play the downloaded levels. I don't know that I would ever make a level. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they showed Star Fox Zero, which I didn't think looked that great. No, I'm not good at flying games. Well, we so know that. Me. <laughs> but did you ever like the old Star Fox? <laughs> no, me and Steve had this conversation. I really liked the one on, which I thought was the N64, but as you corrected me, it's it was Game on Cube. the GameCube. Totally. I liked that one. Which is like the worst Star one, Fox apparently. Adventures. I get that. I mean, Star Fox is a game that has needed to come back for a long time. It's just they finally showed it, and I was looking at some of the surroundings. And, like, the Wii U is not a PS4 or a um, Xbox One, but it's better than a PS3 and a 360. And right, and you some still of feel their, like they weren't doing Their textures were, like, yeah. their grass was just, yeah. like, N64 grass. I don't know if it's just that the, like, the overall look of that game just doesn't work in modern times. Hmm. But they didn't do much to update it, and I I think that might be hurting it. It's a little too simple. It well, and that it just looks so dated. Like it looks like a yeah. ga- like to me. Some of it looked okay. Some of it looked like okay. Like it's not the best looking thing I've ever seen. But this is more than passable. And then some of it, when I was looking, I was like, this looks like GameCube graphics. Mm-hmm. Like the ships, it was just like there was no you know definition to the ships. It just looked like you know sharp edges and gray. Yeah. And on the Wii, like the Wii U can produce beautiful looking games. Like Yoshi's Woolly World oh, looks yeah. fantastic. Mm-hmm. And this, like for Star Fox, it's Nintendo just wants to dump on it. it but, it, you know, it's one of the franchises when you're like, have you ever heard of a Nintendo game? Like in the top five is going to be Star Fox. Yeah. And yeah. Hey, this game deserved more than what they showed. It needed It needed a spit shine. And it doesn't look as if that's what they were concentrating on. So, but... I haven't played it yet. I, I, I Star Fox was one of the games that I wanted to see come out of their presentation, um, but I, I left it feeling very um, not let down, but just kind of like what's like what what's next? Like what else do you got? Yeah. Kind of thing. And it was funny because when they were presenting it, they're like, "When we were making this game, we did this and we did this, and then we realized we have four buttons left, so we did this." <laughs> <laughs> it was just it sounded like it was kind of cobbled together out of out of they had yeah. one idea and then just had to expand upon it. Ah, no. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I, I'm not. I didn't leave it as excited as I had hoped to feel when uh, when I saw it. 
Like I saw it from the kitchen. I was like, oh man, it's Star Fox. And I'm there making eggs. And I'm like, I'm missing it. And then I ran over and I'm like, ah, I'm going to go back and finish my waffles. <laughs> well, I mean, hopefully when the game comes out, uh, you know, it gets a it. positive reception. And I, I hope that it just looks a little bit better than it did. Uh, they showed Legend of Zelda Triforce Heroes, which is a Zelda game. So people are going to freak out about it and play Meh. it. Uh, Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> People love Animal Crossing. Yeah, I'm the only reason that I I med the Zelda thing is because I do not have a dedicated circle of friends on the 3ds um, that I would be able to play that with. So that disappoints me. Um, and the fact that they were putting that forward and not giving us any of the other Zelda game was a bit of a letdown. Yeah, for yeah. me. Uh, well, I mean, they said that they weren't going to show the other Zelda game. I know, and they, they said, said they that were it's. They did it. say that it's doesn't coming make it any to, better. Yeah, they said it is coming to Wii U, and even though they they were kind of talking, even though they said they weren't going to about the NX, mm-hmm. uh, they did say that it is coming. And I'm sure that Animal Crossing will be a, another successful Animal Crossing game. I just don't play Animal Crossing. Bobby's game of show, Metroid Prime Federation Force. <laughs> Which he was not the Metroid Prime he was looking for. Have you talked to him since that announcement? <laughs> he just said this was not what I was looking for. <laughs> uh, I thought Mario Tennis looked actually kind of neat. The giant peach? Yeah. yeah, I thought that was cool. Yep. And I, see, that game looked great. That game looked actually for a tennis game. That game looked really nice, beautiful colors, art direction, character models, all looked great. Mm-hmm. Uh, we already talked about Yoshi's Willy World. That's coming out, in, I think, in September, I think. October. October? October, October. 6th. Oh, Mario Maker is September. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna get that game and, Super and play excited. it. Yeah, that's great. Yep. Uh, Fire Emblem. Uh, Fire Emblem. I think it was Fates. Yes. They showed. Rob is... loves those games. Yes, right? he does. Yeah. Uh, lots of people love Fire Emblem. Uh, that's where half of Smash Brothers roster comes from. Yep. It's a great series. <laughs> uh, Xenoblade, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, that look cool. Hyrule Warriors for the 3DS. Uh, yeah. People like the Hyrule Warriors. So they have a lot game. coming out. That I'm excited for. The uh, porting over to the 3DS for Hyrule Warriors. Yeah. That's I, will, actually... I will play that. Yeah. And uh, Steve, what did you want last week? You wanted the Fatal Frame. I did. Fatal Frame, Maiden, uh, Maiden of Blackwater. I love that title. That is a good title. I am so super excited. That wasn't <laughs> part of their presentation. Um, that must have just been on the show floor. Yeah, I think it, actually I did not get to watch Nintendo's presentation live. I got to watch all the trailers afterwards, but I didn't get to see it live. I know they were doing puppets. It was fun. It was fun. They I were dancing. Nintendo they were... just wants to be the weird uncle. That's thought, all they want to do. I can't remember the guy's name, but there was definitely one dude that did not get a puppet, and he looked a little sour about it. <laughs> uh, you know, with Nintendo, you know, I was following along on Twitter, and like everybody just is like, I don't understand what Nintendo is or what they're doing, but I don't want them ever to change because like they know that that like they've got that corner marketed. Yes, where mm-hmm. they're like, they've we're not going to be serious. We're not going to do you know do we're, we're going to do things that are unexpected. They held the World Championships the Friday before. Yeah. Um, that's where I saw a lot of Mario Maker, and I thought that that was a great idea. Like, I, I hope they continue to do that stuff. I just wish that they had more of, like, a firm direction. But um, I think that is, that is what they do, and that's, that's what's kept I, them I, in the market. Yes, I get that, but, like, I wanted to see a Star Fox game that kind of, like, blew me out of the water. Yeah. And was like, oh, crap, I have to go turn on my Wii U. Like, none of these games really make me feel like I need to go turn on my Wii U. Like, Blue World? I, I think Willy World is great. I want, to, I want Jorah to watch me play it. I wanted, like ease him into games you know he's still only three but you know to ease him in and i think that'll be a game that he'll enjoy looking at and watching i think he's yeah. gonna mimic the yoshi sounds he definitely <laughs> so is going many to. Good he yoshi already sounds. does well he already knows yoshi he has all the mario figures and stuff and he does run around saying yoshi whenever he runs in the air it sounds like he's trying to take a <laughs> that's what i want him to imitate you're right steve <laughs> um then uh 
we had the Square conference, and um, there were so many JRPGs announced. Uh, I focused on three games, the three games that really stood out to me, and I think yeah. for the mainstream audience would stand out to them, which was Just Cause, uh, Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, and um, Kingdom Hearts 3. Hmm. What, what? Yeah. Kingdom Anyone? Hearts 3. Kingdom Hearts 3 looks really cool. Yes. And I never played a Kingdom Hearts game, but I'm probably going to play this whenever it comes out in 2019. Kingdom Hearts 1 <laughs> is one of my favorite RPGs of all time. I will be there for the third one. Uh, Just Cause looked absolutely fantastic. That game launches in December. Um, I, like I mentioned when we first talked about Just Cause 3, like never been my type of game. Like, right. but that th- first trailer they put out a while ago was crazy. Yeah, and it looked more crazy now. And uh, I'm going to play that. That's December, which mm. I'm excited about. I've it's not one seen of, like, anything the, for that yet. The rare games launching this year. And then uh, Deus Ex also launched a trailer that looked really, really cool. Neat. I didn't see any of the Square stuff. The Square stuff was like so much JR, like a lot of JRPGs. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the studios in Japan is Japan RPG Factory. <laughs> I wish that they would. Uh, I, when we were doing our last show about what you'd want to see, and I didn't even consider Square Enix, I would have said Parasite Eve to bring that back. Yeah, I think would have been cool. That would have been neat. Uh, so that was E3. Excellent. That was a very quick so, wrap. So, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Overall, how does how do we all feel about this year's show? I feel somewhere in between. Um, Justin feels Robo Dinos. Yeah, I see. Like there were for me, there were like a couple of really amazing things that stood out. Like the Horizon game from Gorilla stood out. Fallout Four stood out. I'm excited about Dishonored, and you know, okay, I'm like I'm pumped about Halo Five and. But for me, that was like that was pretty much it. Like I feel like a lot of a lot of it was kind of disappointing in a way. Like the Sony conference is great for fan fiction and like great for people who love those games. And like, granted, I'm not you know any of those three big games that we talked about: the Final Fantasy VII remake, Shamu Three, and um, the Last Guardian. And they're not games that speak to me. But like, they're also not games that are coming out anytime soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like Sony stood on those shoulders and was just like, these games are coming out eventually like i wanted to like and we, we know that the first party stuff is really sparse i didn't see any of the god of war stuff which i was surprised about my two hopes for like you know the blizzard stuff and marvel heroes didn't come true still no marvel at like marvel game stuff um so you felt more like you were surprised by the lack of some things and surprised by i mean did i expect those two things expecting. that i wanted last week to come true absolutely not i wasn't expecting that at all but like yeah. i felt like the conference is just like a lot of it is just geared towards this you know console exclusive um exclusive dlc like i'm tired of hearing about that stuff like i want to see EA more access. oh god that ea access stuff i forgot to even mention that we're gonna bring titanfall hey titanfall's cool titanfall, titanfall is too. cool but not a whole lot of people were cheering for yeah, that. they're also bringing dragon age inquisition which is most of people liked that and that's less than a year the game's been out that they're bringing that to for ES- EA people access. have already played that well I still haven't played Dragon Age well you're alright there's still lots of people who probably have not played Dragon Age and will probably play it because it's going to be part of EA access I don't like I felt I felt good about the show and but also like a little bit empty like a lot of these games we're not going to be playing this year which is fine this year's full but like okay 20 like a lot of the trailers said like 2016 but like I know that game record that we saw from Microsoft the Gears of War one like th- those are like a year away at best because mm-hmm. like again last year we saw trailers at both conferences <laughs> at sony and microsoft and all, you know ea's conference last year was like look at these wireframe things that we have and then this this year that game's gone again mirrors they showed mirrors edge two years ago and we didn't see it again until now 
So like I know that most of these games that I'm seeing, I'm not seeing for two years. Mm-hmm. And like that's that's upsetting. What I liked about Fallout, and I want more games to go this way, and I think I've changed my position on this. I used to be really pumped up. It's like, cool, I know that the next Mass Effect is coming five years from now or four years from now. We had no idea, you know, for real that Fallout 4 existed until two weeks ago, and we're going to play it in November. I want more games to go in that direction where right. I, I'm, I'm getting tired of this, like, three year, two to three-year lead time for games. So, like, that's where this conference left me was, like, yeah. I'm excited, but I know that I'm not going to be playing these games for not a year, but multiple years. Right. And that's where I'm, I'm like, left feeling after this. I mean, it's hard to keep some of that stuff under wraps, but it is nice to be surprised with something and be like, guess what? You're going to be playing it November 10th. Enjoy. Yeah, and I, I, and I also would like to see more stuff like the, uh, that Bethesda did. Like, Bethesda's conference was an hour and whatever, but it was very focused. They showed four games, mm-hmm. and they showed extended gameplay demos. Maybe a little bit too much of Doom, but they showed extended gameplay demos, not like a you know a minute sizzle reel. Like, I want to see maybe the conferences go in that direction where maybe mm-hmm. it's quality over quantity. I was disappointed in the lack of uh, indie presentation. Like, there were four games coming out from Devolver, that like on the three, PlayStation side, yeah, three of them looked awesome, and I I don't know anything about them. Like there was some Ayn or something like that. There was another game that kind of looked like Zombies Ate My Neighbors, and um, there was a, a, a Mother Russia something. Yeah, Devolver Mother always, Russia bleeds. Devolver does great stuff. Like like I want to know more about that. Xbox actually had their idea at Xbox was was stacked. They had a lot of cool games that they, they showed in that sizzle reel. Um, Westerado being one of them. That's one of the ones standing out in the top of my head right now. And I didn't get to write down all of them, but yeah. I felt that you couldn't write them all down because know, they go by so fast. I felt that um, Xbox is gaining serious ground games wise right now on Sony. Like they flipped, you know, last generation it was the 360 was the, the console with some exclusives, but like they had all the third party support and that now it's the other way around. Like right now, Sony is hurting for exclusives in a big way. And this this holiday season, they have nothing to stand on, like nothing. And um, Microsoft will have Forza, Halo, Rise of the Tomb Raider as a you know a holiday exclusive, and probably Fable Legends, and mm. maybe like another like another thing thrown in there. And it's like they've got they've got a tentpole holiday season. And right now. Um, Sony is leaning on Destiny, Battlefront, Assassin's Creed because they don't have anything that's really Black exclusive Ops. coming out. Yeah, um, they they don't have anything. Nothing and for the Vita. God, anyway, the Vita is just is a lost cause. At like this one point. game, the the Final Fantasy World Chibi game. That's yeah. The I only mean, they thing. showed they showed the Vita in like a montage with like a couple of other games. But I think that I think hey, if you're an Xbox gamer, I would feel I would feel better about this conference than any other conference in years past because a, they showed a ton of really cool indie stuff. They're cashing up on the indie stuff. They've got some really great exclusives that are coming out this year, and then they led with some more coming out in, in the years to come. So I feel I, like if I had to pick a winner, I would probably say Bethesda and Microsoft, and then Sony comes in second. EA comes, like, way, way last. <laughs> you didn't even conference. mention Ubisoft. Ubisoft, I, I, I got... Just Dance? Oh, Just Dance. Jason Derulo. I don't know, like you know, it's it's hard to rank these things um, because then where does where does Nintendo come in? Because I'm not like a big Nintendo fan, so where do I where do I rank that? But if I had to pick like a winner for me, I think it's Bethesda, Microsoft, and then Microsoft right after it. 
Mm-hmm. But I think Bethesda had made like a really good showing for themselves, and I think that Fallout Four is going to sell a lots, a lots, a lots of units. I would say the the presentation that surprised me the most was Microsoft because I didn't know like their their recent history of these shows has not been the best, and they I felt like they came out swinging this yeah. year. And I think that Sony in, in the first half of Sony's show they came out with a hammer, and then it kind of just like fell away. And then like I when I first watched the conference and stepped back, I was like, I think Sony wins this thing. But the more time I, st- I stepped away from it, I'm like, man, nothing that they showed was anytime soon. Like, The Last Guardian is 2016, but, like, I don't know, is that actually 2016? Like, you know, I- until that game is in in people's hands, I have no idea that it's actually coming. I think I'm opposite to you. There's a part of me that's like, I'm really excited about all these games. I'm so glad they're not coming out because I've got, like, at least until 2016 to finish The Witcher. I, I get that. Be good. You don't have Witcher. <laughs> yeah. So 2016, I'd have finished The Witcher. I can play something else. But, you know, the thing is for me is, like, I, I'm a guy who plays a lot of the same type of games. Like, mm-hmm. I play a lot of shooters. This fall is stacked with shooters, and I don't know where I'm fitting them all in. But other people don't play shooters, and they play other things. And, like, some people only have an Xbox or a PlayStation and those people rely on the exclusives and Sony right now doesn't have any. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's like, to me, that's disappointing. Indeed. I think that's going to do it for us. Unless anybody has anything else. I think so. Let's clean it's it up. Exciting. Are you sure Jackie? Yeah. It's very exciting. Want to talk about the Witcher some more? Yeah. No, no. I just want to like finish and go play the Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll let you do that. <laughs> Let's get out of here before we get out of here. We do housekeeping. We are talking games. You can find us on Twitter at Talking underscore Games. You could email us anything you want at TalkingGamesPC. Within limits. At gmail.com. No limits for Jackie. If, if, <laughs> if it's going to be a no limits email, just make it attention, Jackie. <laughs> you can find us at TalkingComicBooks.com, where you can find a plethora of podcasts. Uh, here are all their Twitter handles, at TalkingComics, at the underscore Misfits, at Movies Talking, and at Talking Valiant. You could also find our video shows on our special edition feed, uh, Comics and Coffee, and Backup Stories, which Rob and I are going to get back to. I'm actually going to be doing Backup Stories solo this week. My Rob's uh, Rob's still a little bit under the weather, like we mentioned, and uh, until he comes back, I might have guest hosts. I might do it by myself. I but... strongly suggest finding somebody to sit down with you and talk. I was thinking about bringing in Jackie. <laughs> Why yeah. would you do I know, that? Right? I, I mean, even I laughed at that idea. She doesn't want to be on camera. We're gonna do. That's why I want to do it. Yes, <laughs> what's made me feel really uncomfortable. You just dress her in that chicken suit from Hitman. That's what I was <laughs> planning on doing. But you can find all those on the special edition Talking Comics feed. Excellent. Cool. Jackie, what's your Twitter handle? At Jackie Turner, J C Q Y. Steve. Mine is at Dead underscore Anchorus. Rob is at Dusk Ten Twenty. I am at Jaroke J U R O A K. Until next time, guys. Goodbye. <laughs>